2: To get started, visit plushcare.com slash loss. That's plushcare.com slash loss.
0: Hello and welcome to another episode of Pearlmania 500. We're back. The podcast where a husband and wife both do deep dives on topics and then horrify each other with the research <laughs> that they find. Yeah. Yep. So each week we... Uh, choose a different topic based mm-hmm. on what our patreons vote for
3: and also sometimes just because i get uh, down a hole
0: yeah sometimes one of us just has a thing we need to tell each other one about i
3: just need to tell him
0: yeah <laughs> and with that this episode is mrs perlmania's episode yep yep and with that i'm gonna say with that a lot <laughs> let's get the show rolling
3: You know those old-timey, almost black and white pictures of people at the beach, yeah. where like they had like the it looks like a circus tent where they would change. Yeah, you look like one of those guys. Well, it's hot, so <laughs>
0: I'm wearing the new sh- the new shirt.
3: But it's like that very specific navy white stripe French sailor in those images yeah it's very that i love it
0: well i have a bone to pick with you immediately why because you just talked over the end of his name was dust song oh. who brings us all of our music that we use here
3: i apologize and once
0: again i like to tell all of our listeners to go check out his name is dusk he has albums on Bandcamp, etc yeah he's
3: great and he's, he'll forgive me
0: he'll forgive you not you though i will never
3: no no i meant he, he like you won't forgive me he'll forgive me yeah
0: no i know oh okay yeah and he won't forgive me
3: yeah, yeah, no. For not editing he you out of me talking better. over, he likes me better. Of course, he likes you better. <laughs> yeah. Everyone likes you better. Yeah, the Patreons like you better. Uh-huh, the listeners uh-huh. like you better. Uh-huh, uh-huh. My TikTok followers like you better. Yep, yep. Your mom, my mom,
0: loves you so much more. Do you have any idea how many times my family's pulled me aside and <laughs> say, "If there's a choice, it's her."
3: Yeah, if there's a divorce, we're taking her. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, Mother's Day's coming up. This could be the year to win her back. It's not going to happen. <laughs> listen, I have so much to tell you. Okay. And I do want to preface this because, so last time, but, oh, okay, go ahead. Sorry, I forgot. What, That we have to do the Patreon? Yeah, no, I forgot because there's. I just am so excited.
0: You're so excited, and I know you've done a lot of research I've on this topic. I've so much research. But we have 26 people we have to do. Oh,
3: listen, I don't, we don't have to. I want to.
0: Okay. Let's go. Well, let me hit the bump for him real quick. Okay. Allegedly. Oh, wrong bump. <laughs>
3: Get your bumps right, nerd. <laughs> I can't remember which one I reprogrammed. The That's buttons. how you accidentally do meth. <laughs> Let's meet our team leaders.
0: All right, these are all of our team leaders, hey huns, and more. This week we have 26. So I will like as we do every single week, I will yell them out, and Mrs. Promania will give them the Hey Hun.
3: Yep. And, or uh, something else, depending
0: <laughs> Yeah, or something else. We'll figure it out together. And thank you for everybody who always sends in ahead of time. Hey, this is my name. How my name is pronounced? Uh, mm. Sometimes it is very necessary. Sometimes it feels a little bit insulting, honestly. Yeah. But let's go down them first. We have A is for Anessa.
3: Hey, Anessa.
0: We have that boy doing the ding.
3: <laughs> Yo, that boy doing a ding. Hey, yeah. hun.
0: Jessica Drass. Hey, hun. No underscore funeral. <laughs> hey, <hun. laughs> That's honestly, that's the way to be. Yeah, you
3: know what? You d- you never have to worry about a funeral if you never die. That's true. Same.
0: After that, Emily Ewart.
3: Okay, hey, hon. Brandy
0: Alejandro. Hey, hun. Kenneth McCormick.
3: Hey, hon.
0: It's from South Park. That's Kenny from South Park. Oh, it is? Kenneth McCormick. Yeah, he's even the South Park oh, symbol. Oh, some... okay. After that, we have Katie Brown. Hey, hun. After that, we have Alec Miller. Hey, hon. After that, we have Kate.
2: Kate. What's good? Hey, hon. <laughs> What's good, Kate?
0: After that, we have the Hey,
2: Hun Hacker.
3: Yo, hey hun, Hacker. From
0: Australia, no less. Oh I only God. know just because it tells Listen. me what denomination
3: Yep, Patreons in.
0: After that, we have Taryn. Hey hun. Adam B. Birchfield. Hey hun. Mandy Haskins. Hey hun. Justin.
3: Justin, hey hun. <laughs> you, did that in, you did that in such a way, the way you just said just. <laughs> Justin.
0: Justin, <laughs> hey hun. Magenta Raptor.
3: Yo, hey hun.
0: Samantha Friday.
3: Yo, that's like um that's like a detective name. Hey hun.
0: Yeah, I feel like it would be like Samantha Friday would be have her own Netflix show.
2: Yeah, 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 yeah. You know? I'd watch it. Where
0: like the first season the people really like they would have like a small cult following. Mm-hmm. And then the second season, that's when like all of the uh different critics really pick up on mm-hmm. it. And then it gets canceled. And then it immediately gets canceled. Cancelled immediately. Like an hour after it's posted mm-hmm. on Netflix. For sure, yeah. Uh but you know, the kids will love it.
3: Samantha Friday coming to Netflix soon.
0: Yep. Uh, after that, we have Ben Wyatt. Hey! Hey,
3: hey!
0: we could love Parks and Rec. Could Rack. a
3: depressed guy do this? <laughs> hey, hon.
0: After that, uh, we have Lori Narcisse. Hey, hon. I'm guessing that's how it is. I think you're good. I think I'm good on that one. This next one, though, I'm going to nail this one. Okay. Kleptobismal.
2: Oh, my God. That's
0: such a good
2: name. That's such a good name. Hey, hon klepto oh my god it... i
3: really i want to start like a drag show we'll have drag queens drag queen kings and anyone in between and that that person needs to come yeah klepto just picture the outfit
0: also to all of our listeners if you ever see somebody shoplifting a uh, medication no you didn't n- no you didn't that's <laughs> that's the official stance of pearlmania 500 <laughs>
3: Same thing with groceries. Yeah, doesn't I, matter him. Yeah. No, I didn't no, see it. No, is mm-hmm. it
0: food or medicine? No, I don't. No, see No, that's it. called. Uh, you remember during Katrina? Yeah. If they showed white people, uh, like like stealing, yeah, like trying to get stuff, yeah, they would say that they were foraging. Oh. But if they showed black people, they were looting. Got it. Got it. Got so it. So just yeah. keep that in mind, everybody. <laughs> After that, let's keep <laughs>
2: this. The hey, hey hun, took going. a wild
3: turn.
0: <laughs> to Jessica. Hey, hun. After that, we have Jim Schuler. Hey, hun. After that, we have Victor Levy.
3: Hey, hon. Oh, I wonder if they're related to the Levies from um, Shit's Creek.
0: Oh, maybe, maybe, maybe it's uh, one of Eugene Levy's extra kids.
3: <laughs> Imagine being just labeled the extra kid. Well, he has the one. He has so many successful kids. I don't know how
0: many <laughs> successful kids he has, but you know what, Victor Levy, in our
3: eyes, <laughs> you're the Victor most. Victor Levy, the you, most successful. Yeah, you're the
0: most successful Levy. After that, we have just Aaron. Hey.
3: That's Sh- the, it's that's, just Aaron.
0: That's the name she chose. Hey, hon. After that, we have Chappelle Andretti.
3: Yo, Chappelle Andretti. That sounds like a race car name, right? Andretti? That's a yeah. race car guy? I think it's
0: a race car guy. Or is it tennis?
3: Really know. Oh, Ari. Uh, I, know, I know it. I I'm thinking it. Andre Agassi though. Oh, uh, listen, we don't know that kind of sport.
0: No, I'm not. Listen, my mom was like, tennis <laughs> or golf if you ever become an executive, and I was like,
3: that's we're gonna uh, we're gonna do a podcast and yell into TikToks. That's yeah, what we're gonna do. I'm like, mom, I think
0: I'm gonna be the guy who screams at the government, and she was like, <laughs> all right, so not golf.
3: <laughs> so not golf.
0: Uh, and last one, sassy squatch.
3: Sassy squatch. Hey, hon.
0: That was a good group.
3: I love hey, hon. <laughs> Thank you all so much for supporting our work. It's incredible. Guys, it, it's
0: been it's been really really cool. Thank you guys so much. Uh, we are uh, been using the money to upgrade the studio.
3: Yeah, I and- just got a new chair. Yep. I've been previously using a rolling chair that was not good, and I kept bumping in the microphone and causing issues. So now there is an office chair just for me.
2: (laughs) Yep. And it's
0: flat, and it doesn't move. (laughs) It doesn't move. Yep. And you're actually sitting higher, and you have better posture. Yeah.
3: Well, I've been working on my posture. It was my New Year's resolution. That's
0: good. That's good. My New Year's resolution is to uh, make sure that we check all the Patreon messages before we record
3: an episode.
0: (laughs) Uh, and also, just that everybody, as always, that we always remind everybody here at the top if you want to join the Patreon, not a cult. Patreon.com slash Pearlmania500. Yep. Team leaders get to vote in future polls for future topics. Yep. And for $3, that's for $5. And for $3, you just get that Hey Hun shout out.
3: It's not a just get that. You get
2: that. Yeah, you do
0: get that. Yeah, you get that. And we completely understand and we completely are thankful to all of our Patreons every single week. Yep. Especially the guys who have stuck around this entire time. And we also post on the Patreon an area for everyone to discuss and comment on. Every episode, yep. after, right after it is posted.
3: And then I read them and I giggle and sometimes I respond if I think I have something fun to yeah, say. Yeah, I'm
0: no longer <laughs> allowed to respond. Uh, <laughs> I've been informed by our social media manager, Mrs. Pearlmania, yeah, yep. that uh, I am supposed to not be responding to so many things. Mm-hmm.
3: No, I except on Instagram.
0: Except on Instagram. You tell me Instagram comments. Yeah,
3: in Instagram comments, go wild. Yeah. Because Shit's right- crazy.
0: Because right now I'm currently in a fight with a New- Lionel Richie's ex wife. <laughs> And we're not going to um, go too deep into it, but like, just know, <laughs> just know that I said trans rights, and Lionel Richie's ex-wife was like, "Um, mm-hmm. actually, Christians are being persecuted," and I was like, "It's on, bitch."
2: Yeah, and um,
0: uh, you had to explain to me the entire. Okay, wait, no, wait,
3: wait, wait. So here's what happened: I'm looking at our social media accounts, and I see this comment pop up that's like, "Christians are the ones being persecuted, not, not trans, trans yeah. people." And I was like, no, she she did say
0: not the trans,
3: not the trans. Okay, great, love that. Um, And so I immediately was like, I'm gonna rip this person a new butthole in the comment section, because of course, like the Christian way of just centering yourself and also being a martyr, just perfect. Yeah. And so then I clicked on the profile, and I was like, why is this person's pictures all of like from the late '80s, early '90s, and they were like a mom, a, a, like a gardener and stalker of my two lovely children, so-and-so, and Sophia Ritchie. And I was like, hold the fuck up. And I put my little detective hat on, my deep dive research hat, yep. and I went down the internet hole, and I figured out that this is actually Sophia Ritchie's mom. This is yeah. Lionel Ritchie's ex-wife commenting that specific thought under one of your Instagram posts and then that changed my whole response, and I was like, "Oh, you think that Christians are the victims? How about your daughter's a victim of exploitation and fucking pedophilia for letting Scott Disick date her ass?" And then I was like, "Do not write this. Mm-hmm. You need to. You need to not write this because you could start a whole problem." But then I had to explain um, to Alex who Scott Disick was, and he was like, "Stop talking about the Kardashians. We already recorded that." But I have bad news. Yeah, this whole topic is a spinoff. Of what we went over in my Kardashian episode.
0: Oh God. Okay, so I do want to let everybody know Mm -hmm. before, just to tag to your last story. Okay. Before we add away from that. Okay. Is that uh, it needs to be explained to all of our listeners? That I was told all of this while waiting to be seated at a gluten-free pizza restaurant.
3: (laughs) That's true. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Yeah, you're right. I I just want to put that in. I did have to make a quick PowerPoint on my phone. Yeah,
0: we were literally (laughs) surrounded by like kids and grandparents mm, it's mm. Sunday at one o'clock in the afternoon yep. we're in the suburbs at a at a at a family eatery yep. that serves gluten-free pizza yep. so you could actually have a nice meal it was nice it was good and time. you're meanwhile you're just you were like no it's really her and I was like it might not be her it might be somebody posing and, was like, and then you were like no you went to Sophia Richie's Instagram and looked at and who then she was who's following. following and then you're like that's her mom why would she follow not her mom <laughs> and then I was like fair point <laughs> fair point
3: All that being said, do not go find that person on social media and harass her in any way. Please don't start any drama. We're not going to start any drama.
0: So let's go ahead and start the episode. (laughs) I'm not co-signing
3: shit. (laughs) You're the bad cop today, huh?
0: I'm going to be the bad cop, all right? Because I know that for the next hour and 45 minutes, I'm going to be hit by just a freight train of information
3: okay that's true so let's get started
0: okay so with that we got to go take
3: oh my god will we take a little bump because that I'm
0: way i'm a little i'm so excited okay well just we'll be excited after this Pearlmania, Pearlmania,
2: Pearlmania, Pearlmania. 500
3: Go ahead. Yeah. Oh, you go ahead. No, you go ahead. Listen, How I have, dare you. I cut it up so that way, in case it crashes, we have a good save <laughs> Don't file. Don't explain that. Nobody cares. They just want to hear this awesome story. Okay. Okay. So listen, Last not last week, the week before, I explained the many grifts of the Kardashians to you. Yes. Right? And during that, while I was doing my research, I found this weird story about Kim Kardashian having been uh, interviewed by the US government because of her relationship with a guy named uh, Jolo and I'm gonna spell that for you j h o l o w Jolo
0: okay not okay. jlo
3: no nope. Jolo and not Yolo
2: okay Jolo. Jolo okay
3: okay so because of that uh, interview, I then like started down the separate, Uh, just tunnel vision deep dive into why who this person was and what was going on because it was so weird and interesting and so I had said it during that episode that I wanted to fully deep dive into this and explain it to you because it's crazy and I wish I had time during the Kardashian episode to talk to about it but after writing all of this down I don't even know if we're going to be able to fit it all in this episode because it's so much and so crazy.
0: Okay, but well, we're going to try.
3: I know. Listen, I know, optimism.
0: I know. I'm saying to the listeners. Oh, I'm, okay. to the
3: li- I'm not always saying everything to you. Sometimes we are Oh, we're literally making eye contact. Yeah, okay. I know,
0: but I'm also <laughs> speaking into a microphone. <laughs>
3: when are you not?
0: Oh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, so
3: listen. What I'm going to talk about today is called the One Malaysia Development Burhad Scandal. Okay.
2: Okay.
0: So is this the reason why you have a bulletin board with strings on it, like Charlie Day yes. from Always Sunny, yes. in your office right now? Because <laughs> I've walked by and I'm like, "Oh, you doing work for your job?" And you're like, "No, <laughs> no, not at this all." This goes so deep; <laughs> it's crazy. Leonardo DiCaprio was there, and I was like, "What?" Yep. And I was, and, like, and cl- I closed the you, door. You slammed
3: the door. In get my face. the hell out of here! I don't like, want you just ruin got the to Leo. I don't want to ru- the door. Ruin the podcast. Yeah. Okay. So one Malaysia development. Burhad scandal also known as a one M D B. Okay. God, it's, I keep saying IMDb every time I read it. (laughs) I'm like the IMDb scandal, but it's actually the number one MDB. MDB. One MDB. One MDB. Okay. It is, this is the wiki little blurb is an ongoing political scandal in Malaysia in which the then prime minister Najib, Razak was accused of channeling over uh, $700 million into his personal accounts Whoa. from the 1MDB, a government-run strategic development company, following for repeated calls for resignation by the public. Um, it went crazy. Okay, so the one thing I do want to say up front is I would like to apologize in advance. I am going to try to pronounce names the best I can. Yeah. I looked up the pronunciations. I still have a garbage person from Philly accent. Yeah. So it's always going to be difficult for me. And I did convert all the numbers um, into U.S. currency because I actually, the Malaysian currency is spelled R-I-N-G-G-I-T, ringgit.
2: Okay. I think that's correct. Okay.
3: And I can't say that over and over again. Yeah. (laughs) So I, you know, it says here, like he potentially stole 2.6 billion ringgit, which is equal to 700 million us. Okay. Okay. So I just went ahead and did that. So the main three people I'm going to talk to you about today that are from this one MDB thing, um, are the, the Malaysian political players in it okay there's najib razak he's the prime minister okay there's joe Lowe. he is kind of like this like he's in the business with najib he's very fluid he's almost like a handshaker he's a guy that introduces people to things sometimes he gets made ceo of different companies okay but it's all very fluid and gray and that's very much on purpose gotcha but so joe (laughs) Lowe (laughs) <laughs> and then there's Riza Aziz Riza Aziz okay. is Najib's stepson So he's the stepson of the prime minister
0: Okay, so the so we have the prime minister
3: mm-hmm.
0: That was, what's his name again, Nazir? Najib Najib, okay mm-hmm. And then we have Jolo. Jolo, and so Jolo to to make it American style, he would probably be more like a Steve Bannon or a Dave David Axelrod very type that. of like he's not elected, but he's always in the halls of power. He's just mm-hmm. off to the edge. He's everybody
2: knows. Um, he, he's
0: he's a combination of a lobbyist, yeah, and also like actually involved in businesses yeah, and stuff like that. Exactly. And That's then we right. have Aziz
3: Riza. Uh, Riza. His Aziz. last name is Aziz.
0: Okay. Uh, we have Riza. The stepson. And, and he's a stepson. And so I'm assuming cocaine problem.
3: You know what? Probably. Okay. But I didn't actually get into any of that. Okay. <laughs> there's no
0: time. There's no time? There was no okay. Time. So that's our three. Those are our, our Those are ma- main, main
3: three players that we need to remember. Okay. Gotcha. Okay. So uh, April 3rd of 2009, Najib is sworn in as the sixth prime minister of Malaysia.
0: They've only had
2: six?
3: I guess so.
0: Oh wow. Okay.
3: Right. Okay, so that was April. In July, with his Ministry of Finance, he took control—I'm going to butcher this word—Tarangano uh, Investment Authority, the TIA. Okay. That's their their kind of financial authority there. Okay. He took control of it with his Ministry of Finance and changed the name to IMDB, right? And they expanded it to ex- uh, new entities and to create this idea of like national development, okay so they wanted this to be an investment fund to expand Malaysia, whether that 's externally like bringing in new American businesses or internally, they wanted to build up um, Kuala Lumpur and make it like an even bigger, more westernized city and so this was going to be a huge amount of money that was supposed to be in Malaysia to rebuild Malaysia.
0: Which is common with governments. A lot of times they'll have these reinvestment uh, funds and things like that. This is fascinating to me because I literally know nothing about (laughs) Malaysia. beyond like, I've had like Malaysian food. oh, And it's very good. It's so good. It's so good (laughs) from when we were living in the city. And like, that's all I know. Yeah. So everything here on out, like I can't correct you on nothing. (laughs) This is going to be two hours of hell for me. I I got nothing to
3: correct. uh, What are you going to do if you can't correct me? Okay. Okay, so... The way that I kind of wrote this is it's kind of a back and forth because two parallel stories are happening at all times. Okay. There's the prime minister's experience and what's going on with the prime minister and the government. Okay. And then what's going on with uh, JOLO. Okay. Okay. And so at the same time in 2019, or I'm sorry, 2009, when Najib is elected and he's starting this new 1MDB um, entity, um, JOLO is partying with Paris Hilton.
2: Okay. <laughs>
3: he, he hangs out with Paris Hilton in 2009. Um, the same year that IMDB was set up as a state fund
0: real, real quick. Okay. Let's just call it the fund,
3: the fund. Okay, great. Let's just I call love it that.
0: the fund because you, you've, you've said IMDB about six I times can't already. Help it. I
3: know. And you said it was going to happen.
0: <laughs> Let's just call it the fund. The fund. Okay? okay. Okay. I'll try to remember, but okay. of
3: course this is the thing you can correct me on.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, it's fine.
3: Um, okay. So she, uh, she was, whisked away, she was whisked away by Paris Lowe, Hilton. Paris Hilton, yeah. on a leased private jet to a ski trip in Whistler, a Canadian ski resort. Lowe, um, okay, so there's this book. All right, and I got some of this information from this book, and I cannot remember the name of the book right now. It's called like the, the Big Whale or The Blue Whale. Okay. Somebody wrote a book about this situation. Okay. And so some of this information is from that book. And in it, uh, Lowe had said that he fantasized about Paris Hilton since he was in college. Because he was just like she's so beautiful, she knows she's a supermodel. So like, as soon as he had access to her, yeah, he was like reaching out to the people to make the connection to get her and like go woo her, basically. Yeah. And fun fact: when he was in college, when he was talking about fantasizing um, about Paris Hilton, guess where he went to college? Where he was thinking about that?
2: Wow, uh,
0: I have
3: no idea. The Wharton School of Business. Oh, so he was in Philly. <laughs> he was in
0: Philly. He was sitting around in Philly in probably like 2003, 2004.
3: Yeah. And, and he was like- just
0: like, oh, this is such a shithole. <laughs> oh, but someday I'll be with Paris Hilton. Yep.
3: Um, so Wharton
0: School of Business, by the way, is one of those things where like you can track back most evil, too.
2: Yeah, for sure. You can
0: track a lot of evil. Like, like Trump went there. Yeah. You just keep going down. You're like, Wharton School? And he was a Wharton School of Business. If, if you ever hear anybody, it's like, <laughs> and that's when I went to Wharton School of Business. Be like, mm. stay away from my kids. <laughs> yeah,
3: get out of here. Lock Get them out arms. of here. Don't yeah. let them build in this town. You, had, you hit them with a broom like they're like a, a mouse. <laughs> yeah. Get out of here. Get. Go on. Um, get. <laughs> so, he had contacted her manager to arrange her to come to some of his parties. He was like, known for throwing these lavish parties. Okay. And, I wonder what she, a
0: Malaysian party's like.
3: He paid her through her manager a hundred thousand dollars to attend one of his parties, so oh, that he could what meet a her. In
0: life, <laughs> you know what? Um, Good for her.
3: So they became friends. Um, you know, as I guess you are friends in that way. Yeah. Um, on her 29th birthday the following year at a party in the venetian tau nightclub in vegas low presented her with a cartier watch and gave her two hundred and fifty thousand dollars in gambling chips so the two could play baccarat together um they also went to st tropez together um they hung out oh my god i'm not gonna say this word. look the cave du roy i think that's in france um low At some point in this one nightclub they were together in with Paris Hilton, he got into a bidding war with some New York real estate guy, and they were fighting over who could pay the most for a bottle of Cristal champagne. And Lowe won by paying 2 million euros um, for one bottle of Cristal, and then Hilton opened the bottle and sprayed it all over Lau, and everyone celebrated
0: Oh my fucking! Hit
3: the hit the button I told you we were gonna want to hit.
0: Which one? Uh, the uh, oh. That one.
3: <laughs> I told you that was gonna be the yeah, button today. I you told me to make
0: sure this was the one. I forgot I set up this
3: button because <laughs> you're gonna need it.
0: I'm just so mad right now because this dude just spent two million euro, right, yeah, mm-hmm. on a bottle, like, on a single bottle of wine that yeah. they immediately just trashed.
3: Yep, mm-hmm. and, and laughed about,
0: and laughed and giggled. Yeah, and meanwhile, like we can't have health care. Nope. You know what I mean? Like meanwhile, like you look at like. Some areas of Kuala Lumpur where they're like, why aren't you guys making clothes faster and like being beaten?
3: And you're like, I'm six. <laughs> yeah.
0: And he's just like, ha ha, I, I just spent $2 million to be
3: sprayed by Tavaris Hilton. Dreams do come true.
2: Yeah. That's so the American right now So right dream. now
0: we're almost at like $3 million, $3 million yeah. at least. Actually, probably four once you do your conversion all that stuff. Whatevs.
3: No big deal. Okay, okay. No big deal. Okay, so let's now it's the next year, it's 2010. Oh
0: Jesus. Um,
3: this was only in one year. <laughs> that was only one I'm year. I'm trying to describe to you what's happened. No, I understand,
0: but like <laughs> I thought that was like over multiple years. Like I haven't even spent that much time with you in a decade.
3: <laughs> one year. So um oh my God. the fund what the fund is doing business deals, right? They're yeah, trying yeah, yeah. to gain capital. Moving and shaking. They sign deals with sovereign wealth funds with Qatar, okay, Abu Dhabi. And the United
2: Arab Arab Emirates.
3: Okay. Now, that's 2010. While that's happening, in 2010 is when the Kardashian story happens. Okay. Okay. So if uh, the listeners remember, and I'm just going to remind everybody in case they weren't listening, is um, Paris Hilton had found out from her friends, which I'm suspecting was Paris Hilton now that I know. Yeah. She had found out from her friend that if you partied with this guy, J-Lo, I'm going to call him J-Lo now, Jolo. Jolo. If, yeah. if you are partying with Jolo...
0: Jolo from the block.
3: Jolo from the block. If you're partying with him, he's likely to give you money. Yeah. And so uh, Kim Kardashian, being a woman of business... Yeah. is like, bet. Who
0: needed money. Uh, who
3: needed money. I'm going to go to Vegas, and I'm going to party with him. So she did, and they, she ended up being gifted $350,000 in winning Baccarat chips. And I guess from when I did more of a deep dive into that story... She stayed and partied in like this hotel suite all night, and they were all using the chips that he had given the money for. And at the end of the night, she handed them all back to her, and she was like, Thank you for a lovely night, you know, blah, blah, blah. And he was like, No, keep them. And because she was willing to give them back, he was like fast friends, best friends for life, right? Yeah. And so they communicate frequently. She invited him to her wedding in 2011 when she married Chris Humphreys. You know that 72-day wedding.
2: Yeah, the fake one. Uh,
3: the fake one. He Lo uh, gave her a 300 uh, oh my god, 305 thousand dollar wedding gift, and also um, paid for a hundred thousand dollars worth of fireworks to happen at the wedding for her good friend. Um, he also fuck? separately gave Chris Humphreys. A one hundred thousand dollar cash gift to celebrate their nuptials. So also, he's not allowed to fucking complain. Oh, she lied to me. Like, fuck you, dude.
0: He got a hundred grand cash. Cash.
3: Okay. Okay. He also offered to pay to have a horse drawn carriage bring bring Kim to the wedding, which she declined, which is so funny. Um, Kim used the three hundred five thousand dollar gift from the wedding to buy herself a white Ferrari.
0: A white Ferrari, a white Ferrari after Labor Day, Kim. <laughs>
3: wow. I mean, um, hold, on, hold on, real quick though. But yeah. here is the one
0: thing that people need to keep in mind: like her wedding was on the E channel, the yeah. E Entertainment. It was channel. a special. It was a special, which means everything was already paid for. Yeah. By the network, mm-hmm. and this dude came in and still paid more. Yeah. And then they still wrote that off.
3: Yep. Tax write off, babe. Oh my god. Okay, um, Okay. so she then... JOLO! In the next year, jo-
0: But by the way, was JOLO's title at this time Chief Simp? <laughs> <laughs> like,
3: what the fuck is so happening? So he later... She later sold the white Ferrari. I feel like we're around she... $5
0: million now, by the way.
3: I'm not keeping track. It's impossible I am in my for head. me. I am in my head. Um, okay, so in 2012, she sold the Ferrari and used the money she got, which was $240,000, to buy a Lamborghini, which she put in Kanye's West name, who was then her boyfriend um in july 2012 low requested kanye perform on his yacht in italy um and kanye west of course said yes and low paid kanye 1.25 million dollars for the performance and paid kim two hundred and fifty thousand dollars to be there he paid her what? appearance fee <laughs> what yeah what yeah
0: Wait, so, so this is before they were married too, right? Yeah,
3: this is they're still dating.
0: So the guy's like, hey, I hired your boyfriend. And she's like, oh, that's awesome. He's like, you coming? Mm, I'll pay you to show up. Like, she doesn't want to be there for her boyfriend's <laughs> performance no. on a yacht in Italy.
3: No, she's like, well, you know, I'm like really busy and booked. I'm really booked. And he's like, what if I paid your booking fee?
0: Oh, my God.
3: Yeah. Um, also, a quarter
0: million booking fee for Kim Kardashian to stand there and go,
3: um, I don't know. Um okay so then there's like a lot of back Does and forth. Does this have gluten in it? <laughs> don't you come for me like that. I'm not
0: coming for you. I'm coming um, for 2011 Kim Kardashian.
3: <laughs> so there's a lot of like this over isn't the part of the, y- the
0: South Beach diet. There's,
3: there's th- a lot of back and forth. Um We don't
0: have time for jokes.
3: I don't have time for you oh. right now. Okay? We got to get through this. All right. Okay, so Kim Kardashian and him are like talking. It's funny cuz they're in the article I read, they discuss how they exchange. Uh, they talk to each other on Blackberries all the time, Blackberry Messenger, and I was like throwback. Um, but like the other thing is that like Low makes these big promises sometimes and doesn't keep them, and so Kim and Kanye know this. So like he's like, oh, I bought you this beautiful diamond necklace. I'm gonna mail it to you, and it never comes. Yeah. And then like Low buys a sunglasses company called Linda Farrow, and he's like, I'm gonna send you some sunglasses, and they never show up. Um, so. At some point in 2014, they kind of, or like right before 2014, they stopped talking so much and then they get together and um, when Kanye is about to get married, right, they're, Kim and Kanye are about to get married. Lo shows up again. He's like, you know, I just love you both so much. I want to buy you a gift. And he offers them an original Basquiat painting. Really? Yeah. He's like, I've got one. I bought it for you. I want to give this Basquiat painting to you as a wedding gift.
2: Okay. Right?
3: And Kanye tells Kim to respond via BlackBerry Messenger that they would prefer a Monet.
0: Shut
2: up.
3: No. Shut the fuck up. And Kanye was quoted as saying, this is in the documents, um, the legal documents when Kim was being interviewed, um, saying that they wanted to mess with Lo because... Kardashian and West had found Lowe to be very fickle when giving gifts and they never actually expected to receive the painting so they thought they were just messing around yeah but still this is the level of wealth we're talking about at this point yeah I don't want the Basquiat I want the Monet
2: Jesus
3: Um,
0: like it has nothing to do with the fact of like oh you know we're selling a dead black artist you know you're gifting this to us and like I'm you know Kanye being a black artist any of that different stuff Mm -hmm. like Nothing with that. Nah, fuck you. Give me a Monet. Yeah. Give me a thing that's supposed to be in a museum.
3: Yo. All right, so twenty twelve, next year. Okay. I'm gonna bring up Leonardo DiCaprio. You brought it up first. Leo okay. DiCaprio. Um, so around twenty twelve is when Lowe starts hanging out with Leo DiCaprio. Uh Leo's filming Shutter Island and uh the the buzz of The Wolf of Wall Street is happening and um Lo and Aziz, Aziz is the producer, right? Yeah. They're trying to like really bring Leo into the fold. They want to woo him. And-
0: Woo him to what?
3: They want him to be in their movie, Wolf okay. of Wall Street.
0: Oh, okay. So they're producing the yeah. Wolf of Wall Street. Okay, yeah. So I'm going to get into that. Okay. Aziz
3: is a movie producer.
0: That's the stepson of the, the prime stepson. minister. Yep.
3: Okay. And so he- contacts low because Lowe knows everybody yeah he's the handshaker Yep, and he's like we I gotta get Leo DiCaprio Okay. And so they start you know, like wooing him, like, we're gonna take you out to dinners, we're gonna invite you to parties, blah, 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 the yeah. whole thing.
0: We're gonna introduce you and to women under 25.
3: There it is. And the legend. So- <laughs> it's not the legend. It's everybody knows. I haven't hit
2: the button. <laughs> I wanted to hit the button.
3: Um, so what one of the first things that they did, like after like meeting him and like getting not really like getting to know him, but like just meeting him, yeah, is they purchased from a memorabilia dealer marlon brando's best actor oscar statuette and they gave it to him it was worth six hundred thousand dollars and fun fact please stop is that it was actually stolen from brando's home and nobody knows who got it where it went or how it ended up in this memorabilia dealer's possession but they bought it and they gave it to dicaprio
0: for 600000 Because that's the only thing, too, with the Oscars is there's yeah. some sort of rule. I don't know if maybe it was there back when Marlon Brando got it. Yeah. But you're not allowed to – you're not supposed to be able to sell them. Yeah. The only thing you can do is, like, sell it back to Oscars. Yeah. To that to the Academy. And then the Academy will put it in a museum or whatever. But, like, that's supposed to be somewhere in there, I've heard. Yeah. There's some rule about that. And especially for, like, if actors are older or their family's going to – you know, the estate or any of those different things, like, when they want to liquidate it. Yeah. I think – there's some rule, I think it's a covenant, like yeah. with the award of the only buyer is allowed to be the Academy.
3: Well, guess what?
0: But, but I, yeah. Okay.
3: Yeah. Fuck yourself.
0: The Malaysian prime minister's stepson can buy it for $600,000. All
3: right. To flirt with Leo DiCaprio. Yeah. <laughs> um, And then also, so I read, I read through Leo DiCaprio's like interview with the United States government. Because again, like. The, at the end of this story, the government's going to get involved. Yeah. And they're interviewing these famous people that I- interacted with Lowe um, to find out, like, what was going on, where, where was the money going, how yeah. was it being spent, blah, blah, blah. And when they did that, Leo was told by the U.S. government that he had to give back um, any items that were given to him by Lowe because I know I haven't touched on this yet, but all of this money that is being spent... Is coming from the fund, yeah, the government fund. Yeah, it's supposed to build up cities. Yeah, Lo's just using it to buy dinner for Paris. It's Hilton. his credit card. It's his personal account at this point, right? Okay. And so when Leo DiCaprio is interviewed by the government, they're like, "Anything you he gave you, you have to give back because we need to give it to the latent government." It's like it has to be. You don't own this. We don't own this. The Malaysian government owns this. It's part of their
0: tax dollars. It's (laughs) their stolen funds. Yeah. Yeah.
3: And so when Leo DiCaprio goes to surrender items, he surrenders a $3.2 million Picasso and a $9 million Basquiat.
2: He had the Basquiat! He had bought the
3: Basquiat! He did buy it. He just gave it to Leo. And how much was the Basquiat? Nine million. Jesus. Yep. Nine million. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd
0: rather have a Monet. Well. Yeah, I'm glad Mike Jarek roasted her.
3: <laughs> That's such a specific I don't moment.
2: care. It's for us. I
3: know. I love it. Um, I'm Kim Kardashian. I'm Kim Kardashian. Uh, so. Okay. The other thing I want to talk about is this same year. When am I in? I'm in 2012, right? 2012 is Lowe's birthday. And you were asking me, what are Malaysian parties like? Okay. They're big babes. Okay. And Lowe's parties, the biggest. I picture
0: Lowe's <laughs> parties are, you know, in Crazy Rich Asians. Right? Yes. When they're on, they're on yes. like that boat. Singapore. Yeah, oh no, they're on the no, boat. No, 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 no when they're on the boat. The you bachelor mean, party. Yeah, the bachelor party on the boat where the guy has like the rocket launcher, fire, <laughs> yeah. firework rocket launcher. Yeah, yeah. And there's like, you know, the DJs and everything and they're on the big ship. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's not, it's like, um, what is it?
3: No, they were on, what was the thing that ships the tankers? Yeah, it's
0: a big tanker. Yeah. But it, it's, like, closed off, it's so they very make a big that, party room. But
3: he loves Vegas. He loves the American idea of Vegas. So okay. anytime he can, he's in Vegas. Okay. And so he threw his birthday there um, in Vegas at the Palazzo Hotel's Chairman Suites. Okay. Is where all the VIPs went. So, like, I guess they took out the main party room for his birthday party. Okay. And then he also had, like, a more... Privateer party upstairs in the suites. I looked it up, um, $25,000 a night for the suite. Okay. Um, and that was for his 31st birthday. And some of the people that were there were Jamie Foxx. Okay. Alicia Keys. Okay. Um, the, there was members from... Um, oh, shit. I can't remember. I didn't write it down. Uh,
0: the Jonas Brothers. No, no, no. 98 Degrees. Okay,
3: I'm, I'm moving on. In sync. So
0: You said members of what? Is it a boy
3: band? No, um... I can't think of it. It's... The Mighty Morphin I, Power Rangers. Baby, I will get back to it. Okay. You're not helping with my ADHD. What, what was it, a band? <laughs> it was a music group, hip-hop music group from the late 90s. The Wu-Tang Clan? Nope. Uh, female lead.
0: Okay. Not Destiny's Child. No. Not TLC. No. Okay.
3: But we're going to move on, okay. so, and we can come back to it, okay? Okay. Okay, so... Pussycat Dolls. Babe? All right. So...
0: It's gonna bother me for hours.
3: Um, the the party itself was star studded. Like I said, there were circus performance, airport style friskings, and everyone had to sign a non disclosure agreement to enter the building.
0: I mean, that's that's a given.
3: Yeah, and um, the Fugees. There it is. It the was Fugees. the Fugees.
0: How do you forget the Fugees?
3: I listen to me. There's so much information in my brain right now, right. and you were yelling things at me. Okay. Okay. So also the other. Uh, big uh, deal of this party is he paid uh, low paid to have Britney Spears jump out of a birthday cake and sings a happy birthday to him
2: and she probably only got
0: like 10 grand of that
3: oh well yeah
0: that from her dad
3: also my favorite um guest he invited Robin uh Robin Leach
2: from oh, from lifestyles, Panther, rich and famous?
3: just to show him how rich and famous he was because again he's like got this idea of like america yeah and I, he was like robin leach actually like wrote an article about it. it was the most extravagant party he'd ever been to it was crazy and yeah so he invited robin leach just so that he could have the lifestyles of the rich and famous guy there oh
0: my god mm-hmm. i think it's it's that's also nuts too because um it's one of those situations where i feel like he's being so blatant about using this money Mm
2: -hmm, mm -hmm.
0: like so blatant but again people have to remember that like this is before international internet like it was was getting there yep but like you know it's being written in english it might be being printed in people magazine Mm -hmm. or you know small things like uh, who's that guy who's that guy used to always write uh was it paris something perez hilton perez hilton that's right that guy like People in Mar- Malaysia probably aren't reading Perez Hilton if yeah. he was writing about articles and things like that. Yeah, and so it's lower on the tier. It's not front page news, but it's in the paper. Yeah, and he's just leaving such a
3: fucking trail. He doesn't give everywhere. A shit, dude. He doesn't give a shit.
0: Honestly, I respect it to a degree. <laughs> I do because he's like the why. Like, listen. Sometimes mm-hmm. when you're mid-grift, right,
3: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and
0: it's paying off. Yeah. One like in for a penny in for a pound like whether or not if you stole ten dollars or if you stole at this point i think i'm over 18 million in my head Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. like either way it's probably pretty equal
3: well i mean in my brain uh it's like no matter and when you're in those upper echelon of numbers it's like what does it fucking matter because at least in america like if i go to the wawa And I steal a bunch of things and I shoplift, that's a criminal offense and I'll be criminally charged. Yeah. And the cops will arrest me and I'll have to go to criminal court. Yeah. But if, you know, your employer steals your wages and like $20,000 from you, that's civil court and they don't go to jail. Yeah. So, like, at a certain point, like, it's not even criminal. It's like, it's civil. And so then I'm like, I don't care.
0: Yeah. No, but that's exactly. It's one of those things where, like, a single death is a tragedy. Like, a million deaths is a statistic. Yeah. Like, you start getting into that. Like, once you get above a certain amount, it's like, and for, You go from misdemeanor to felony mm-hmm. to HBO documentary. Yeah. And like, he just jumped. It's like people at this point, they go, fuck, dude, how'd you do it? He's like,
3: no one asked. Nobody, nobody's, <laughs> nobody. They asked. just wanted the champagne. Okay. So it's 2013 now.
2: Oh my God. Um,
3: Goldman Sachs helps the fund raise more than $3 billion in additional bond sales. Okay. This is to cover the new strategic economic initiatives in Malaysia and Abu Dhabi okay that's what they're that they're saying Goldman Sachs okay okay uh December 25th of I feel like a lot
0: of it's going to Columbia right now hey
3: oh December 25th of 2013 the movie Wolf of Wall Street which stars Leonardo DiCaprio is released okay the movie credits state Joe Lowe in them like he's in the movie credits um the movie was directed by Martin Scorsese yeah we know that um it's about a stockbroker that pleads guilty to fraud. Yep. It was financed by a new production company called Red Granite Pictures, whose founder, Riza Aziz, is the stepson of Malaysian Prime Minister Najib. Um, the other producer was uh, Joey McFarlane, who is like kind of a nobody, but he was friends with Lowe. So that's, okay. how it, that's how he got in. Okay. And <laughs> I found this quote from Leo, and I think it's great. Leo was quoted like when he was doing like press for the movie, and he said, about the movie Wolf of Wall Street. This movie is an indictment of Wall Street, but it's an indictment about something that's in our culture. The incessant need to consume and the incessant need to obtain more and more wealth with complete disregard to anyone except yourself.
0: Well, I mean, it's, that, well, that, is the, that is what the movie is about. Yeah. I yeah. mean, <laughs> nobody who invests in NFTs understands that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or none of the crypto bros have understood that for mm-hmm. the last mm-hmm. decade. But holy shit! Meanwhile, Leo is in the corner like Leo
3: is standing there with a Basquiat talking about Ooh, and a just, Picasso oh, yeah. and a Picasso and Marlon Brando's stolen Oscar because at that point <laughs> I don't think he's he like, had one. He's like, all these people want is more and more money. He's yeah, like, shut up, yeah.
0: Dude. Meanwhile, Leo's flying around the world, being like, we should do something about climate change. As his private jet lands in a the yeah, 31st. there
3: was like this whole other story where he was trying to start like another. Uh, he okay Lowe and another company wanted to start a, a, like a theme park and they wanted it to be based on Leonardo DiCaprio movies and I was like yo what's the Shutter Island ride yeah. what's the Titanic ride what's the Eating Gilbert Grape <laughs> ride that's what I wanted to know. <laughs> Like, that's what I want to oh no, know. no, what was the movie? The high get, school
0: movie. Get in this large American woman and plummet.
3: Like no, no, no. What was the high school movie?
0: Uh, Basketball
3: Diaries. Be- oh, my. The Basketball Diaries ride's going to be wild, dude. Yeah,
0: the Romeo and Juliet ride. It's just it's <laughs> it's just, it's just, it's just Jean Leguizamo giving the Queen Maeve speech. Yeah. Which is the, the fucking perfect I was about to say, Leguizamo. Fucking perfect
2: speech, dude.
3: Leguizamo is, like... I, that in that movie let me tell you well, something let me tell you something, go ahead right tell me now. something just
0: because you know i've been thinking about it a lot right because we're it? slowly you know now that i'm getting into fights with like ex-richies mm-hmm. um you know we're getting to a point where we're like we might have the opportunity someday to meet famous people yeah and i've been thinking hard about it all right like okay. who i'd want to meet and i think john leguizamo is getting up there oh absolutely like for the first one you yeah. know what i mean like i'm like and all i want to do is just be like john leguizamo Duong Fu, baby. No, you're Mario Brothers
3: performance. (laughs) You're Luigi. Listen,
0: I'm just saying, dude. I'm just saying that was my summer. Yeah. I was so excited for your movie, John Leguizamo.
3: Yeah. John
0: Leguizamo's great. Yeah. And is he anywhere in these indictments? No.
2: Fuck yeah. Good on you, John Leguizamo.
0: Uh I'm sure sure there's some racism about it, which is why you weren't there. But- Good on you, because I also feel like John Leguizamo would be like, ah, man, this is shady. This like is I feel like this,
3: like suspicious behavior. You know what I mean? Like Jamie yeah.
0: Fox is just like whatever checks a check because half yeah. of them sound like you know. Whenever you hear about Beyonce or Mariah Carey like mm. going to some dictator's house and yeah, doing for cash like, for ten million, a
3: lot of these people. When I was I was deep diving into them, but again for time I didn't want to yeah, keep yeah. going into it. But a lot of them were trying to get close to to low for business opportunities. Yeah, like Alicia Keys's husband really wanted to start a new company. So he was trying to be at that party so he could meet Lowe to try to pitch his idea. Jamie Foxx had this idea he wanted to pitch to Lowe. So like he is not only surrounded by yes men, but he's surrounded by people that smell the blood in the water and of money. money.
0: Yeah, they're looking for investment. investment. Looking, and specifically, they're probably looking for a guy like him who's going to be overseas, yeah, who won't be on in their shoulder all the time, exactly. versus if they went to uh, an American bank or even a Canadian bank. Or went to an investor over here who's every like month, every week, might be calling you and being like, what's going on? I thought we were making t-shirts. Yep. And now I see that we're selling Crocs.
3: Okay, so this is a great segue. Okay. So we're in 2014 now.
0: 2014. 2014. Great year.
3: Okay. Do you know who Miranda Kerr is?
0: The name sounds familiar. She
3: is a Victoria's Secret supermodel. She was married to the guy from The Lord of the Rings. She's just Orlando Bloom? Orlando Bloom, she's married to Orlando Bloom. Okay. And I'm going to pull her up. Go ahead, Miranda Kerr. She's an incredibly K-E-R? beautiful K E R R. There she is. Right, she looks familiar. She's a Victoria's Secret model. Uh,
0: yeah, she's kind of familiar. I think she might have changed her face a couple they times. They all though. do. Anyway, so okay.
3: in 2014, Miranda Kerr meets up with Lowe because she wants help with her new business she's starting, Cora Organic Skincare Line. Okay. Now, she is, you know, one of the highest paid models in the world, but she's trying to do a segue to entrepreneurial stuff. She wants to start okay. her own business.
0: And she doesn't want to use any of her own money.
3: No, you got to find an investor. Okay. And everybody in Hollywood is like, have I got the investor for you? Yeah. And so. Here's the thing.
0: What are your thoughts? What are your thoughts on paintings by Dutch masters?
3: <laughs> so <laughs> they um they like each other and they start dating.
0: Shut up. Yeah. Is this when she's with Orlando Bloom? No, no, they're divorced. Okay.
3: Um, so they kept the relationship under wraps. However, um, it comes out around like Valentine's Day that year. He gave her a $1.3 million diamond necklace inscribed with her initials. Okay. And for her 31st birthday, he threw a birthday party at Chelsea Piers and hired salt and pepper and vanilla ice to perform. Ooh. Yeah.
0: Ooh, yeah. That took a dive.
3: I think I mean, like, she... no, listen, listen. Salt and pepper? Yeah. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah, dude.
0: And vanilla ice. Mm.
3: Oof. I think you need an opener, right? I know, I know, but you like vanilla no ice,
0: like vanilla ice is doing like MAGA rallies now. Like yeah. you can get vanilla ice. Like if you go to like not even like a hard rock cafe, like mm. like a step below. Like if yeah. you go to like Hulk Hogan's Friends Beach Bar <laughs> in Tampa, like you oh, vanilla ice is doesn't just
3: Doesn't Kid Rock own that one? They sell Bud Light there.
0: Yeah, they sell Bud Light. <laughs> but uh, um, yeah.
3: So also um he, I guess like as part of like, oh no, I just lost my page. As part of their relationship, he took her on a 10 day cruise around Italy and the Greek Isles on his yacht.
0: Hold on. The, I got to see. Oh my God. This is what this guy looks like. Yeah. I, I wasn't going to
3: gonna make fun of how he looked. No,
0: I know. But I had, you know, you get a picture in your mind yeah. and now I'm seeing him and it's just
3: okay. Yep. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay.
2: He. Yep. That is okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus,
3: you know it's crazy. He just pulled him up, and the first two articles were of him paying other famous women to go on dates with him. Yeah, <laughs> so you know, um, it's a thing. And he took her on a ten-day cruise on his yacht. And the yacht he named the yacht equinam. I can't say this word equanimity. It's e- equanimity. There it is. How'd you say it again?
0: Equanimity. Perfect. Okay. Remember that. Okay. So okay. he
3: took her on the yacht. And they went on 10-day cruise around Italy. And he bought her lots of elaborate gifts and meals and, you know, wooed her. Okay? Let's go back to Najib. 2015, next year.
2: Now, wait,
0: Najib is the prime minister. Prime minister. Okay, so the I prime mean, guess, minister we, of Malaysia. We're going
3: back to Malaysia, okay? okay? but we're going
0: all the way back. Time to, or? No,
3: we're going ahead. 2015. Okay, so this is 2015. We're mm-hmm. back in Malaysia.
0: The prime minister. Mm-hmm.
3: Gotcha. 227,000 documents are leaked um, showing... Um, by the Wall Street Journal, by an activist uh, journalist named uh, Claire Rue Castle-Brown. The documents show that um, the money at the fund is being misused. Okay. And they were leaked by a Swiss national, Xavier Justo, who is a former Petro-Saudi international employee. So he got the documents. He gave them to the journalist. She went to Wall Street Journal and, and put out this them. and published this um crazy amount of documentation saying that like the fund was not being used for what it was saying it was being used. In twenty fifteen. In twenty fifteen. Okay. Um then a little a couple months later, the fund gets a one billion dollar payment from Abu Dhabi's petrol investment company. And from like so then there's still money coming in and the Malaysia Central Bank launches an inquiry into the, what the fund's doing. The bank is like, hey, what are you guys doing? Yeah. And the Wall Street Journal releases another report uh, alleging that uh, $700 million of deposits um, were flowing from the fund into Najib's personal bank accounts.
0: The prime minister. Mm hmm. Okay.
3: So he, they're alleging the Wall Street Journal in this oh. like radical journalism.
2: Allegedly. <laughs>
3: That he is siphoning off money from the fund into his personal accounts. Okay. He immediately denies the allegations. Yeah, that's what um, the Prime Minister does. I didn't
0: do it. I didn't. wasn't drinking during <laughs> he lockdown.
3: He was quoted as saying, if I wanted to steal, surely I won't steal the money and bring it into account in Malaysia. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Why would I keep it here if I was stealing it?
3: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Okay. So then, a special task force is formed to probe the allegations that millions of dollars had been channeled to Najib's bank accounts. Hundreds
2: of millions. Yeah.
3: Um, and the police raid the funds office, seizing documents. Okay. Um, the attorney general gets involved, and they are freezing his accounts. And they're, they're basically the attorney general starting to do discovery and they're freezing in his accounts. And like, we want to look into this. Right? You're talking about the
0: prime minister's accounts. Yes. Prime okay. minister's accounts. They're not talking about Jolo at all, right? Yeah. I'm not talking about Jolo right okay, now. Just, I'm talking about the prime minister. So this is all happening in Malaysia. I am in
3: Malaysia. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm just reconfirming.
0: <laughs> I'm reconfirming for everybody. Jolo's still out there. He's still paying 25 I, grand a
3: day. Listen. He really wanted to go out with Emily Radzajowski or however you say her name. Okay? Radzajowski. I don't know. He paid her twenty-five grand. I don't know why date. she's
0: famous. So,
3: um, because she's pretty. That's all you need. Okay. Okay. So, um, then in July of that year, there's this report that comes out. It's called the Sarawak Report. Um. And it comes out in U.S. media and other media, you know, around the world, except it's blocked by the Malaysian government. And the Malaysian government says no one is allowed to put this in print in Malaysia. Okay. And the Sarawak report, which um, says that this guy, basically in it, it says that this guy, Elliot Brody, through an intermediary, was trying to sway top U.S. officials to kind of say that, like, the, this thing happening with the fund didn't matter, Right. Guys, you guys, US, you guys, don't need to pay attention. And this isn't a big deal. And so this this guy is like trying to convince the U.S. government not to look into what's going on in the fund. And that intermediary he's talking to is Jared Kushner.
2: Oh, okay. And
3: so they're trying to get through Jared Kushner. They want to go play a round of golf with Donald Trump.
0: And just so people who don't know, Jared Kushner is. Donald Trump's son-in-law, yes, married to Ivanka Trump. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah.
3: Okay, so they're trying to schedule this boy date, and this Gotham. is in
0: 2015 or 2016.
3: 2015. 2015. I'm mm-hmm. just checking. I'm just checking. So, and the whole thing is, is it doesn't happen actually for some reason they're unable to set this up, and it actually ended up that they had like a meeting, but it didn't go well. Like okay. they had a meeting with um, Najib and the Prime Minister and Donald Trump, and they like very much were like two angry cats in a room. Like they just couldn't talk to each other. It was he was like a German
0: Shepherd seeing his own image. Yeah, it was that's very. Kind of what it sounds like because listen, yeah. if you're in a room with the Trumps and they're like, "Hey, man, this is shady." Yeah, like that's come on. If Donald Trump was like, oh, "I feel like you bit off more than you can chew," <laughs> like that is a lot.
3: So Jesus. it didn't go well. Okay. And they were not able to convince the U.S. government to not look into what was going on with yeah. the fund. And the reason this matters is because this money is being funneled all over. Yeah. Like, it's being reinvested in all different companies, including Goldman Sachs, like I said, which yeah. is an American-based company.
0: Yeah, where Ted Cruz's wife's work.
3: Oh, God. Um,
0: I just want to make this Ted Cruz's problem, too. Yeah, of course. Let's just add into it. So He's not going to defend his wife, so. We're you know. back in Malaysia. All right.
3: It's it's around August, so almost mid-end of the year. The MACC announces the task force has completed their investigation. So the Malaysian authorities say, we've completed our investigation. And it revealed that $700 million that allegedly went into Najib's accounts was actually from donations from the Saudis, and it had nothing to do with the fund. Okay? Oh, okay.
0: So it's cool that our prime minister is being paid directly by the Saudi government. It was
3: a donation. And... <clears throat> That was on August 3rd, right? On August 4th, an arrest warrant was issued for Claire, that journalist. And then on August 17th, authorities sentenced Xavier Justos to a three-year prison term after he pleaded guilty to stealing information from the Petro-Saudi International Company.
0: Which country was he arrested in?
3: I believe he was arrested in Sweden. Sweden? It was okay. hard to figure that but out. But he was somewhere in Europe. He was somewhere in Europe. Okay. But he was arrested and a warrant was issued for the journalist that put out the documents through Wall Street Journal.
0: Okay. So she can't travel anymore. She's
3: not traveling. Um, Then let's see what happens next. So, ba-ba-ba-ba. oh, here's a weird story about J-Lo I found. <laughs> Joho. jolo lo um, One of the weird companies he invested in, he was invested in emi so he was like a non-executive chairman in the asian advisory board for emi music which is like a huge publishing company they yeah. do a lot of music and like i guess he really thought like he was the owner of this company. And that meant he owned these musicians. And apparently at some point, Buster Rhymes was recording music in a studio and low barged in to the studio and just screamed, yo, I own you. You're my bitch. (laughs) I just picture
2: Buster Rhymes.
3: Like what the fuck is happening? (laughs) Who is this man? Oh my God. Yeah. Uh. Um, so from September. So some, from September onwards, several countries, including Hong Kong, Australia, Singapore, Switzerland, they all begin investigating these financial firms and banks that Najib allegedly used to siphon the funds. So everybody's now on red alert. They're like, wait, what the fuck's going on? Yeah, what, where, who, where is this money coming from where is it going and so everybody's kind of starting to look at this a little bit yeah. more meanwhile Najib is literally silencing anybody in Malaysia that talks about it yeah. like if you talk about it or you say some shit about it you're going in jail okay it's yeah. like that um,
0: oh yeah like the Parks and Rec yeah you, you talk about it jail
3: jail you overcook you look, chicken, jail. You look.
0: <laughs> you you use a VPN to read the Wall Street Journal, jail.
3: Jail. Um, uh, you go
0: to America and come back. And you go. Hey, I was reading a newspaper and I saw this thing, jail. jail. <laughs>
3: <laughs> so, the former um, MCA president. Um, so again, the government entity that oversight looks has oversight over these things. His name was Ling Long Sick. Okay. And he actually said at some point that he believed that. Uh, Najib was taking the people's money and putting it in his own personal accounts. like that was an actual quote, yeah. where he said, like, "Yeah, I think he's doing it." And um, the oh, okay, wait, Xavier uh, Justo the I think it was Thailand. I have a note here that maybe he was arrested in Thailand. Anyway, Najib filed a defamation suit against the uh, former MCA president Ling Liang, Sik over his remarks <laughs> immediately. Yeah It was like within 20 days. He was like, You said that about me, I'll file a defamation suit against you. Okay. Okay, so we're going to 2016. Um, Prime Minister Najib and former MCA President Ling Liang Sik are attempting mediation to resolve their defamation suit. (laughs) Um, The Attorney General, um, so the Attorney General of Malaysia, uh, his name is Apandi. He clears Najib of any wrongdoing. Okay. Okay? Saying in a statement that the U.S. $681 million transferred into Najib's accounts were, again, a personal donation from the Saudi royal family. Okay? Okay. It's fine. And the only reason it's still in his account is because it hasn't been utilized yet, guys. Um, however, at the press conference, a contradicted himself because... When they did the press conference, he had these flow charts, like he had printed out flow charts on like big boards behind him. And on the boards, it clearly showed that the donations were actually funds originating from Malaysian sources.
0: Okay, so there's Malaysian money going into this bank that's then being transferred to the prime minister, Mm-mm. and then the prime minister's like, "That's not the way it came. It came directly from the Saudi yeah. royal family to buy me."
3: And this it's t- fine.
0: It's a bribe, guys. And it's this not- attorney
3: general who I hired and I am, you know, probably blackmailing in some way said yeah. that it's cool. Yeah, let it go.
0: Yeah, his family isn't in my basement right yeah, now. Yeah,
3: everything's fine. Okay. Um. So in January of. That year, as well, I love how blatant it is. Swiss prosecutors request assistance from Malaysian authorities because they believe you know four billion dollars was stolen by. <laughs> They're like, "Wait, where's this four billion dollars? What's going on? So Switzerland starting to look into us. The United Arab Emirates also requests information. Singapore starts requesting information, saying that a large number of bank accounts related to this the fund have been seized and they need more information. Saudi Arabia's foreign minister says he believes the funds went into Najib's personal accounts were not political do- donations from the Saudi government, but they had been part of a business deal, right? It wasn't a donation. It was a business deal, guys. Yeah. That's what the Saudis are saying.
0: Yeah, because they're like, no, because if it's, if it's a donation, it's bribes. <laughs> It's blatant bribes, you fucking idiots. (laughs)
3: Um, So at this point, we get to like March and the public is starting to realize what's going on. Yeah. This is their money. Yeah, This was supposed to build up their streets. Yeah. Fix their potholes. Yeah. You know, clean their drinking water. And they're protesting in the street.
2: Okay. And they're
3: like, Najib needs to fucking resign. Yeah. Okay. This is insanity. Um, Okay. Now, (laughs) the Malaysian Central Bank. (sighs) The name of the Malaysian Central Bank. I am going to say it's spelled M-E-G-A-R-A, and I'm going to say Nigara. Okay. Okay? Because I am deeply concerned about pronouncing that wrong. Okay. So the Malaysian Central Bank governor, his name is Zeti Akitar Aziz, and hmm, um, had initiated administrative punitive actions against the fund because they failed to provide documents about what was going on in Singapore and Switzerland. Cause again, all these big governments are like, we need information. We need documentation. Yeah. Proving where this money is coming from. Yeah.
0: You listen, once the money hits you guys, it doesn't mean that you can just go use it on anything. Like yeah. we have written up here that this is going to be reinvested and then we're going to get a return on the money that we're giving you. Cause you're supposed to get a return on that money as well. Yep. This is like a like giving a bank a mortgage – a bank giving you a mortgage and saying you're going to buy a house with it. And instead, you buy Leonardo DiCaprio a Picasso.
3: As one does. Yeah. Okay. All right. And um, because – This it- is very
0: Chrisley-like. Well – This is feeling very Chrisley.
3: <laughs> so there, um, there are all these different governments reaching out to Malaysia being like, we need information everybody's uh, anti-money laundering requirements, like all of their laws are like just dinging, like everything's wrong, what's going on? And the fund isn't responding. The fund isn't giving any information. So the major bank has to step in, right? And actually this is the same point where the United States Attorney General Loretta Lynch steps in Um, because they're saying that there's $1 billion of assets associated with international conspiracy and international conspiracy to launder funds misappropriated by the fund. And so now also the attorney general is stepping in from the U.S. and also saying, like, we need information. What's going on? And
0: Loretta Lynch, for our listeners, that was Obama's attorney general. That was his last attorney general. Mm -hmm. And the reason why they were speaking to Kushner and Trump before was in case Trump got elected, which we all know he did, would be, then would then be, I'm sorry, spoilers, <laughs> um, spoilers for the last nightmare you've been living through, but it was, you know, Hey, well maybe we'll get ahead of this. And yeah. the, the, you know, the, the current attorney general will go so far and then the new one will come in and then yeah, we can flip But
3: also it. like, even without him being elected, the fucking Clintons were friends with the Trumps. Yeah. So, like, you could still get into yeah, the right it's, it's rooms. Yeah, it's getting in that right because, circle. Because, again, Lowe is all about getting into the right rooms. That's yeah. his job. Yeah. And so, like, he's like, I just get into the right rooms and yeah. we can start negotiating.
0: And I'll pay $25,000 to date
2: their daughter.
3: Whatever. No big deal. Yeah. Um, okay, so in March, again, all this is happening. This is, like, a thousand things happening at once. Um, in March, the prime minister was at a political rally. And he told the people at the political rally who were, like, screaming at him. He's like... Um, I don't think you guys should think I'm a crook. Like, that's all he said. Like, when they were, like, screaming about it, he's like, you guys shouldn't think I'm a crook.
0: He nixon it? Yeah. He straight up, I am not a crook, nixon it. I'm not
3: a crook. I don't know why you guys think that.
0: Oh, my God.
3: Um, the wall street journal publishes another report. The wall street journals is out here. Okay. Yeah, which I don't is m- crazy.
0: Cause it's a Rupert Murdoch newspaper, but yeah. I've slowly been realizing that like weirdly wall street journal is like cordoned off in its own little corner. Yeah, it still prints like the world's worst opinion pieces you've mm-hmm. ever seen, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but oftentimes their research and their actual reporting can be pretty good. Yeah. Still take it with a grain mm-hmm. of salt. Everybody yeah, do some research, but I'm always like shocked. <laughs> When I come across these things, I'm like, how'd this start? Like, I feel Wall like
3: knowing how like, much money is floating around, again, in Singapore, in Saudi Arabia, all these says like, Rupert Murtaugh is wherever money is. And yeah. I bet he just didn't like this dude. Yeah, You know what I mean? <laughs> like, yeah. I bet he was just like, you know what? Bet. Yeah. Bet. You're going to buy, uh, you're, you're going to spend more on that bottle of champagne than me, so Paris Hilton can spray you with it. I want her to spray me with it. Yeah. Okay? I'm going to take you down with the Wall Street <laughs> Journal. We don't know how this happened. Yeah,
0: He um, but- made my grandson look cheap at a party.
3: <laughs> the Wall Street. <laughs> I will crush
0: your country.
3: <laughs> I'm Rupert Murdoch. oi.
0: I don't know. He's Australian. I don't.
3: I don't know how to do an Australian accent well.
0: No, that's fine. Um, Neither do I.
3: No, <laughs> the Wall Street Journal publishes a report claiming that Najib spent lavishly on luxury goods and using the funds from or using money from the funds. Right, and <laughs> April second. The fund comes out and says, it did not finance the Wolf of Wall Street movie. <laughs> <laughs> it's in the credits. It's, listen, they didn't. Okay? It was Raziz. He worked there.
0: I did not have financial relations with that movie.
3: And that was April 2nd. They, they somehow... When put did out the of Wolf
0: of Wall Street come out?
3: I don't remember. I'm way too deep into this lore right now.
0: No, I get you. I'm just trying to figure out timeline-wise... Wolf of Wall Street came out in 2013. Yeah. So they're saying three years later.
3: They're saying, okay, so it's April 2nd. Okay. They say they did not finance the Wolf of Wall Street movie. Okay. Okay. On April 5th, um, Pandan oh God, MP Rafizi Ramili is arrested under the Official Secrets Act for leaking the Auditor General's fund report. So, um, MP, the, this is a police officer. He is arrested yeah. under for re- leaking information, right? Yeah.
0: So he's arrested for being a whistleblower. Exactly. Okay.
3: Um, and then later that month, um, the fund also says it's working to resolve some disputes because, again, all this is happening and like people are talking about it in the media. And they're just like, no, we're working to resolve the disputes. Like, well, it's okay, guys. We're just working to resolve it. And then the Malaysia Central Bank finds the fund for failure to comply with directions under the financial securities act. And then they don't pay them.
0: Gotcha. So let's take a little break right here. Okay. Because we also should give the listeners a break, bathroom oh, break, all those okay. different Everybody's things. Everybody's got to pee guys. Everybody's got to pee. And it's always a good time to take a break. Oh. And uh, during this time, listeners can listen to our new sponsor. Uh, Better help. Doc- no, I'm going to I'm <laughs> <kidding. laughs> no go, go get a root beer. Yeah. There's no sponsors. We're just going to take a little break. We'll be right back with more. Of the deep, scary <laughs> history
2: of JOLO.
0: <laughs> anyway, we're back. I had, yep. to take, I had to take the dog outside. Yep. Long pee, weird poop. You, know. you didn't
3: need to share that with everybody. Else. I think people need to know. I don't think they need to know that stuff. People
0: need to know. Oh, my goodness. Inquiring minds and all that.
3: Nobody's listening to the podcast to find out about what the dog's doing in the grass. Okay. Right? Although the people on the internet oh, do tell you to go touch grass all the time.
0: They do. It's very <laughs> funny, especially when one of my videos gets reposted to Reddit.
3: Yeah, they're like, this guy's such a nerd. He needs to go touch grass.
0: Why is he always yelling? It's like- I don't know, because I didn't make the video for Reddit, you fools. <laughs>
3: Okay, uh, right. we need to get back to business. Okay, what the type business, of business of building the Malaysian government and then stealing all the money from the inside—that's the business model. Okay, so we're at 2017 now. Okay, okay. Um, the US, U.S. authorities plan to file trim, criminal charges against uh, Jolo, who is suspected to be the center of the fund scandal. Okay, right. So the government's like, we gotta—I think we need to charge Joho. He it seems like he might be the guy. Yeah. Right. And, and
0: meanwhile, meanwhile it's like Trump's now president. Yeah. And so he he hates them. Yeah. Because he met him and he was like, "Fuck you, grifters," and they're yeah. like, "Fuck you, grifter," and it was just a grift off. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yep. I feel
3: like there's something about like when people like when bad people meet bad people, they're like, "You got to get out of here before somebody figures out we're funneling money from governments."
0: Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Well, you know what it is? You're like,
3: I'm going to charge the Secret Service to stay in my hotel. Yeah. You know what I mean? It
0: it feels like one of those situations where you have, like, two deadly gunslingers Mm -hmm. come to town, right? And it's like, oh, who's going to win? And both of them are just both like, listen, we both know the damage we could do to each other. Yeah. Back the fuck up. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah.
2: Okay.
3: So... In 2017, there's all these, like, settlements going on. There's a lot of... It's a lot of paperwork. It's kind of boring to read. But so, like, the fund reaches a settlement deal with Abu Dhabi's International Petroleum Investment Company. U.S. authorities seize $540 million in assets allegedly stolen via the fund and used for extravagant spending. Like, yep. um, the U.S. Justice Department files a civil lawsuit that claimed... That thirty million dollars of funds was stolen, from the fund was used to buy jewelry for the wife of the Malaysian Prime Minister. Okay, and there is like this whole story about her. Um, she de- they were definitely funneling some money into her lavish lifestyle. Yeah, so like she had incredible jewelry, designer handbags she was just living this like very luxurious lifestyle and it was another way another thing they were spending the money of the fund on yeah was her extravagant lifestyle and so that was another asset that they were like um we we need to figure out where this is going and how it's happening this way uh the petroleum investment company says that the fund has five days to make a 600 million dollar payment which it failed to pay earlier that month it was required by the government to pay and it didn't make it yeah um they're like you have five days and then najib said that the fund's failure to make the 600 million dollar payment was it was just a technical matter not a question of not being able to not pay it back Okay. It was just a technicality. Yeah. But they're working on it. And they also didn't pay it for, like, another 30 days. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they definitely had to find it somewhere. Um, uh, allegedly. I don't know. No, we set up two-factor authentication, and, like, yeah. it
0: didn't recognize my thumbprint. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it texted, and we fired, you know... You know, sometimes when you we have people moving around in a company, you mm-hmm, set things mm-hmm. up. So the two factor goes to the old IT guy yeah. and the old yeah. IT guy left. So we had he to call him. He got the text him. message
3: and he was like not answering. Yeah. And we, had to, mm-hmm. we had to
0: hunt him mm-hmm. down. We discovered that we had actually arrested him years ago yep. because he spoke out allegedly saying that yeah. we stole all the money and mm-hmm, he works mm-hmm. in it and he has access to everything
2: mm-hmm,
3: mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. uh and then we had his family murdered allegedly, well, allegedly you know but but we've got it worked out we've got it worked it's out and we're it, gonna we're send the money
3: will be there we're gonna
0: send the money to abu dhabi yep. a country you only think about when you watch bugs bunny cartoons
3: was so. that or garfield isn't that
0: oh abu dhabi's garfield that's they, where, you're where gonna they met, said normal uh Odie.
3: i thought they sent normal was it normal I think they sent Nirmal. Okay. They put Nirmal in a box and sent her.
0: Okay, to Abu
3: Dhabi. (laughs) Dhabi. Um, And then in October of that year, Malaysia seeks out assistance from Interpol because they're trying to locate JOLO for questioning over his involvement with the fund scandal.
0: And Interpol is an international police force for our listeners who don't know. Mm -hmm. uh, That is a lot of countries are signed up with Mm -hmm. uh, not the United States. Yep. um, But a lot of countries are signed up with uh, around the world. Yeah. You'll often hear about it. Typically a lot with, with France. Yeah. uh, Interpol agents working in the EU and things like that.
3: Yeah. So they were like, Hey, Interpol, we need help. Mm -hmm. Um, Finding Jolo. So, a lot Ooh, of shit's happening.
0: That's the name of the documentary. Jolo. No, finding Jolo. Finding
3: Jolo. Yeah. Um, so in twenty eighteen, we're in the next year. Okay. Again, a lot is happening. Things are being seized, things are being paid off. Th- the whole time the prime minister is claiming innocence, like yeah. this is just how business is run. These are just the investments we were making to build up capital, to you know, put into the infrastructure. Like he's always playing it off, right? Yeah. Um, in February The Indonesian authorities seize Joho's luxury yacht, okay? Okay. Because they felt that the yacht was an asset they needed to seize to pay back money that was owed in Indonesia. And the yacht was actually in Bali, right? Okay. And what, how did you say the name? Equanimity? Equanimity. That one. Okay. So I actually looked up the yacht because when I was doing research, the yacht had its own Wikipedia page. Shut up. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and I was like, the fuck? Why is this? You ever, <laughs> you
0: ever fraud so bad that your boat has its own wiki?
3: Yeah. So I need to just read you. Um, it's now called the Tranquility. It had its name changed. Okay. So the Tranquility is a super yacht launched. Um, oh my God. it owned by this malaysian like it was like the way that they frame that is like the yacht was allegedly purchased by malaysian financier joe low using money stolen from the malaysian sovereign wealth fund i uh, one mdb (laughs) and was seized by malaysian authorities um it was sold to the genting group Um, In early 2019. So basically the yacht was seized and a year later it was put up for auction. Yep. And then this company, the Genting Group, bought it. Okay. Okay. So the length of the yacht is 300 feet long.
2: Jesus.
3: Um. (laughs) it there's it's a class e hull i don't know what that, I don't means. Know what that means either um it has an R I N R I N A classification from the cayman islands i don't know what that means i'm not rich mm-hmm. um it was built to comply with passenger yacht code great the ship facilities include a sauna a helicopter landing pad a swimming pool a gym a spa a movie theater and an on-deck jacuzzi Okay. The garage, it has a garage. The garage houses um can carry up to 12 guests, two crew two crew per guest. So each guest member gets two crew members. Okay. And is equipped for adventure with a range of water toys including multiple jet skis, wave runners, sea bobs and electric surfboards. Okay. Yeah.
2: I don't so, even know what an electric surfboard I is. I don't know what it is. I'm not
3: is rich either. enough
0: to know what that is.
3: So I just wanted you to know what this yacht was when we're talking about like we're taking Miranda Kerr for ten days around yeah, yeah. Italy. This this is the amount of wealth. Yeah, that's we're, we're we're at
0: Russian tycoon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. About yeah. to be seized from <laughs> the government.
3: So they're like, we're seizing this yacht in Indonesia, okay. and then um, you know what? Else? I looked up. So they, the people that bought it is called the Genting Group. Yeah. And I was like, what the hell is the Genting Group? And if we were rich, we would know what the Genting Group is. Apparently, they're like an internationally well-known kind of like casino organization. Okay. And also um, like um, theme park. They're really big into casinos and theme parks. I think these might have been the the handshake onto getting the Leo DiCaprio <laughs> fucking gotcha. thing. but it was funny when I was reading through the Genting group and for like try- doing research on like who they are, like why did they buy this yacht? They're turning it into like um, kind of like a you could pay to go on it like with a group. It'll be like a rental yacht. Is yeah. what They're, they're going to use it as like a thing to s- put a casino on it or probably some shit like that, right? Yeah. But as I was reading through their list of many, many, many companies, or, like subsidiaries that they own, one of their... Um, what's it called? What are their collaborations? What's it when two businesses get together?
0: Uh, a merger. A merger, uh, yeah. yeah.
3: So one of the mergers that they planned w- was like to build these extensive mall slash casinos in um, different parts of Asia and also in America. And they're like trying to merge more into the American market. Okay. And they, uh, but they wanted to do like malls with casinos. And so they partnered up with Simon Properties.
2: Okay. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs>
3: which is very personally funny for me. because I was giggling because a family member of mine works for Simon Properties. <laughs>
2: worked past tense.
3: <laughs> yeah, worked for Simon Properties. Yeah. So I was just giggling about that. That like, yeah, this inc- incredibly successful casino company bought this yacht so that they can like probably like just give it to the big rollers. Honestly.
0: Well, and it could also be one of those things too, where hey, Indonesia needs the money. Yeah. Right. And they're like, well, you know, and getting or whatever, the group probably wanted to do business. And they were like, well, listen, again, this is another way to wash money. Yeah. We need you to give us half a million dollars, whatever, however much they paid for the boat. Yeah. Through the auction. Buy this boat. Yeah. That's how, because then we don't have to deal with keeping up this boat anymore. Yeah. We get the $200 oh, million. Dollars that's that another
3: stuff. thing I remember reading. Wait, where was that?
2: Like the upkeep. Okay, hold this. on.
3: The luxury super dock uh super yacht was docked at the Boosted Cruise Center Terminal in Port Klang, right? It cost the government 3 million um of their currency, 3 million yeah. of their currency to maintain the yacht every month. Jesus. So like they needed to get rid of yeah, yeah. the
2: stuff
0: because they...
3: it cost too much money to keep it.
0: Yeah. Exactly, and that's something that actually happens a lot when you deal with with, with boats. people de- people de- well, that own boats. Well, yeah, exactly. There's what's the old <laughs> joke? There's two days you love the boat: the day you buy it and the day you sell it. <laughs> like that's, but that's also one of those things too, which is like the boat is used as collateral. Yeah, and part of collateral is being able to sell it back. Remember, we talked about equity on a prior mm-hmm, podcast, mm-hmm. and that's a big chunk of it. And so they don't want to deal with having to keep paying the maintenance on this thing because if they hold that boat too long, yeah. Eventually, that holding that boat will bankrupt them. Yeah. So they're trying to get rid of the boat.
3: Somebody this company comes in and
0: they're like, "Hey, we want to build another casino on top of an orphanage." And they're like, "If you buy the boat, you can build the casino (laughs) where the fuck you want.
3: You can use the orphans to man the 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 spinny things, the
0: roulette wheels. Yeah.
3: They they just stand under it, hamster wheel style. Yeah. yeah.
0: There's not even a motor. It's just an orphan (laughs) spinning it underneath. Oh
3: Jesus. Yeah. Oh, that's terrible. Yeah. Um. Okay. So they seize the yacht. Then in March, the Wall Street Journal is back at it again. Wall Street
2: so, Journal is like
3: <laughs> they I mean, have it out for them. Yeah, the Wall Street Journal publishes an article. Well, they, uh,
0: they did. They did release an arrest warrant for the first reporter. Yeah, right. So they're like, "Fuck you." Yeah, it's on for, now. Yeah.
3: Bet. Yeah, every day, yeah. all day, you're gonna know about WSJ. Yeah, baby. Putin
0: should be shitting his sheets right now because he just arrested the Wall Street Journal uh, yeah, guy Putin over in Russia. The fuck out, yeah. dude. Rupert's gonna be like, "Whatever
2: you need." Yeah, whatever you gotta do. I'm Rupert Murdoch.
3: Um, the wall street journal publishes an article based on numerous emails from Elliot Brody. He was the one that met with Kushner, Yep. his wife, Robin and Jolo Mm -hmm. in which Jolo said in emails, he would pay 75 million if Brody could get the United States justice department to drop the investigations into the fund. (laughs) Okay. So you got it in writing. They got proof in writing of that. That's good. Um, Now, again, there's a lot of political strife going on um, at this time. Like, obviously, there's other political people who are coming out and being like, Najir and his family need to step down. They need to be held accountable. Like, this is not okay. They are bankrupting our country. And so, at a certain point in May, um, is it May? May, Najib and his wife are barred from leaving Malaysia. Okay. So the prime minister is told by the rest of the government that he is not allowed to leave. Yeah. Right? Like, there's an investigation. And the Malaysian police seize luxury items at the residence. So now the police are coming in. They're raiding Najib's home. They're stealing, like, these Birkin bags, these huge diamond necklaces, all this stuff. Um, oh, at the, <laughs> I forgot. So that's after the uh, he's not allowed to leave the country. His items get seized. Um, that same week, Najib withdraws his defamation suit against that former MCA president.
0: <laughs> he's like, well, I guess I shouldn't.
3: And, uh, like, <laughs> I guess I don't fuck around with this one anymore. <laughs> he's, like, I don't, he's like, I feel like I'm going to need to use my legal defense fund in other ways. Oh. So,
0: I'm Sorry. I just pulled up uh, Elliot Brody, right? Yeah. Because you've mentioned him so many times. Yeah. And first thing. It's it's spelled B R O I D Y. Yeah, and that's important because if you look up Elliot Brody, spelled B R O D Y. Yeah, that's Adrian Brody's dad.
3: Oh, okay. so I was
0: like, what is this? And so I finally found the right spelling. Mm-hmm. But this is just the quick the quick blur. Yeah, please on do. His. Uh, so he was born in 1956. Mm-hmm. He's an American former lobbyist and businessman. Okay. From 2005 to 2008, he served as the finance chairman for the Republican National Committee. Mm-hmm. And in 2009, he was convicted in a public corruption and bribery case in New York.
3: Mm, that sounds right.
0: So yeah, he's he's uh yeah he's he's in big 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 trouble.
3: Oh, what are you talking about? Yeah, yeah. It'll be fine.
0: He was also in from 2017 to 2018 the deputy finance chairman of the RNC. Uh, yeah resigning after uh, a bunch of different stuff dealing with uh, non-declosure non-disclosure agreements mm-hmm, mm-hmm, uh, between mm-hmm. Playboy playmate Shara Bachard <laughs> under which he paid 1.6 million dollars to mm-hmm. silence her on the NDA on the yeah. si- sexual
3: affair all right
0: and uh, yep and I'll let you keep going well, from there we because they call it
3: stormy Danielizing yeah no he
0: did he got arrested for the exact thing Trump's under indictment for
3: well um they say that you are a reflection of your five closest friends yeah you know yeah okay so june
0: my closest friend john Leguizama.
3: <laughs> i wish yeah um so around june the malaysian police okay, okay. malaysian police yep. issue an arrest warrant for jolo okay it's official
2: it's official so first
3: they had interpol then they're like we need to talk to you we need to question you like we need to find you and they officially issue an arrest warrant for Jolo. Uh, later that month, the police revealed the total amount of items seized um, from the Prime Minister's house. They come out to two totals 220 million and 269 million. <laughs>
0: I've been waiting to hit this button for a while. <laughs>
3: <laughs> they had to put them in two different brackets for some reason. Yeah. I don't understand why. But it's you know, it well, probably property. Well, part about of it property.
0: Was, probably was property, and the other probably was probably cash. Yeah, probably
3: cash. Exactly. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. Um, July 3rd. So, hey, wait, how long after that? So, that's. What year are oh, we in now?
0: This is 2018?
3: Babe, I cannot go up there. Yeah, 2018. Okay. I can't lose my spot. Okay. Um, so, in July, the prime minister is arrested.
2: Okay. Ooh. Najib
3: is arrested by the Malaysian Anti Corruption Commission. Okay. He is charged with four counts of uh, CBT and abuse of power uh, for the transfer of these millions of dollars into his private's accounts. Okay. Okay. Oh, wait, I, I typed this up very uh, specifically. Okay. So that was July 3rd. July 3rd, he is charged with those. Okay. August 8th, Najib is charged with three di- additional counts of money laundering. September 20th, 25 charges of graft and money laundering are filed against Najib <laughs> over the transactions from the fund. October 25th, six criminal breach of trust charges are filed against Najib for, from the, and the former Treasury Secretary General involving $6.6 billion worth of government funds. December 12th, Najib is charged for allegedly tampering with the fund's audit reports. So from July to December, every month, basically, more and more charges are being filed against the prime minister, right?
0: Yeah. And Uh, he's still the prime minister. He's still the prime minister. (laughs) He's still running the government. And they're like, dude, you've done everything. And everyone's like, resign. He's like, no.
3: What do you think? I'm a crook. Yeah. Why would I put the money here? If I was, it's like OJ, like if I was to do it, if I did it, if I did it, yeah. Um, then in November, the department, this is uh, in America. In November of this same year, the Department of Justice announced that two former Goldman Sachs bankers, Tim Leisner and Robert—I don't know how to say this last name. It's just the letters N and G. Okay. And so I feel like it's Nue, like I don't know. I, so I am just calling Roger. Yeah. Um. So Tim. It's a Le- Vietnamese name. Yeah. Yeah, and I, it's usually like win. Like yeah, it's like usually Nguyen. Y-
0: yeah, when it's when it has N and no, G. So yeah. I am like
3: I don't I don't know yeah. when there is it's just the two letters. So Tim and Roger and jolo were indicted over funds misappropriated from uh one mdb and paying bribes to various malaysian and abu dhabi officials okay okay so so everyone
0: was getting paid everybody
3: everybody is getting paid and spending money <laughs> what are you doing i see you touching buttons
0: <laughs> i want to make sure the level was right I wonder if um,
3: could- Fun fact, in 2019, I don't have anything. It was just so much legal stuff going on that yeah. like, I just I was like, "Yeah, things are happening. Yeah, but in 2019, it like, wasn't um, anything like specific to write down. But that being said, I think this is a perfect thing. I just want to like go uh, back to Riza Aziz. yeah, he's the film producer, the, the stepson. Okay, so we know he did Wolf of Wall Street, but I also want to tell you some of the other movies that he financed with the Malaysian um, people's money. Okay, I <laughs> hope
0: one of them is Master of Disguise by, by Dana Carvey. I know it um, isn't, but you know I, I would hope so. So
3: there's this so we did the Wolf of Wall Street, of which Wall Street. was
0: like a big critical success, big made critical a lot of money. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. And then
2: he did
3: okay. Friends with Kids. Okay, a movie called Horns, Dumb and Dumber Two. Out of the furnace. Okay. Daddy's home.
0: Ooh. Wait, is that the Mark Wahlberg movie?
3: Uh, I don't know. I don't watch Mark Wahlberg movies. You know I know. That.
0: I know you. I know you hate him. I but hate Mark I think, Wahlberg more than I any feel like other that person is, in the world. Hold on. I Mark look Wahlberg
3: at it. is my arch nemesis.
0: Yeah, that's with Will Ferrell and Mark Wahlberg. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, Daddy's home. Okay. So they financed that. Another movie called True Love. Okay. And then another movie called Angels in Exile.
0: Angels in Exile. Mm-hmm.
3: So I just want to just wanted to let you know that there's a lot of top hits.
0: OK. Yeah. I mean, Daddy's Home actually was pretty big. It had a sequel. Mark With Wahlberg Mel Gibson.
3: can eat a butt.
0: Mel Gibson was in the sequel.
3: Do you hear what you're saying?
0: I know. I'm just letting you know. This is where we. How Mark far Wahlberg
3: we and Mel Gibson are both garbage.
0: people. That's true.
3: One of them was convicted of a hate crime. Yep. Yeah.
0: And the other one's Mel Gibson. <laughs> All right.
3: OK. OK. So that's my little, uh, just wanted to- uh, That's a little uh, aside. That's a little, little aside. sequitur, right? Non-sequitur? Okay, so 2020, Malaysia reaches a $3.9 billion settlement with the U.S. investment bank Goldman Sachs. <laughs> Goldman Sachs agrees, um, I'm sorry, Malaysia agrees to drop the criminal charges against Goldman Sachs if they pay the $3.9 billion. Because Goldman Sachs was in on this. Goldman Sachs was part of this.
0: Oh, yeah. Wait, that's I'm just confused the way you said it. Okay, so so Goldman owes yep. Malaysia mm-hmm. $3.9 billion.
3: Yes. And Goldman Sachs, it was confirmed that they knew what was happening. Oh. They knew that the money was being funneled and washed and all the things. And yep. Goldman Sachs knew. And they were part of the thing. There was like sir, there was a um those two people I said before, yeah. Richard and, and the other and Roger, they were Goldman Sachs employees. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um the thing is is that Goldman Sachs has all of these like other clients and those clients have specific things in their contracts that say that Goldman Sachs isn't allowed to get in trouble, right? Like those yeah, yeah, special yeah. clauses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Morality say- clauses. Morality clauses, basically. And so Goldman Sachs cannot get criminal charges against it, or it's gonna lose a huge chunk of its other clients. Oh. So they're they're being strong armed. They have to pay the three point nine um, billion dollars wow. or they're going to lose so many other clients because of these clauses in those clients contracts okay so um that brings me to 2021 okay um so this is where it gets wild because the prime minister najir is wiling the fuck out and
0: he's still prime minister i think
3: i i don't know if i have this wrong he might have resigned at this point i'm he might have Um, because I think I might've missed that in here while I was doing my research, like the professional I am. So here's what's happening. Najir files appeals against all of the, the, the claims, right? Yeah. He's like, I appeal it. I appeal it. You're lying. I appeal it. Like he gets his attorney to file as many appeals as possible. Right. He also files a civil lawsuit against the former attorney general, um, Tommy Thomas and the Malaysian government um, saying that having pressed 35 criminal charges against him in four trials is an abuse of his power. And so not only is he appealing all of these claims, he is filing charges against them saying they're abusing their power.
0: Real quick, um, I looked him up, Mm -hmm. Najib Razak. Uh, he was April 3rd, 2009 till May 9th 2018. Okay, so he so did in 2018. Resign. He well, did I don't res- know if he resigned or if he was who knows? He, or if he was fired or whatever because uh, from looking it up, Malaysia is a constitutional monarchy mm-hmm. which means officially the prime Minister works at the leisure of the of the monarch. yeah. So the king of Malaysia mm-hmm. or whatever their title is can just be like ah, you're done. yeah which rarely happens most constitutional most constitutional monarchs, don't really like to actually get too involved.
3: I know. We really should have just, the queen should have like stomped on Thatcher, huh? Yeah, That'd she, cool. she would
0: have. But then, but then it puts them at risk because now they're getting involved politically. So then people mm-hmm. will actually blame them for direct things that are happening, which is the reason why they have a prime Can minister. we get a button
3: place? that just is like really happy sounding and it's like, Margaret Thatcher's dead like that'd be cool uh, right the best
0: i got is
3: (laughs) she's not allegedly dead no
0: no but no no for the listener every (laughs) Uh, time you hear this just remember
3: that margaret thatcher is dead and rotting in the ground yeah just remember that all right (laughs) um
0: maybe i could get a come on you black and tans button (laughs) (laughs) all right keep going
3: so um uh blah, blah 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 so he's filing all these appeals he's trying to sue the district or the attorney general yep um Later that year, the court appeal upheld a conviction against him and sentenced him to 12 years. So he's found guilty in at least one of these claims. And he gets 12 years in prison. Okay. Okay. In 2022, uh, Najib is so upset about what's happening with his legal counsel. He seeks to appoint a Queen's counsel from the United Kingdom. So he reaches out to the UK, to the Queens Council, okay. and tries to find one of the Queens Council to come represent him and work for him um, to as a defense. Okay. Okay. So he's trying to get a British lawyer. He's trying to get a British lawyer. Okay. That also, that's cross-barred. Like cause again, like, I don't know how that I, would work. I like. don't know how that would work How either, do they but know Malaysian law? They'd have to be yeah, yeah, yeah. whatever, certified in both. Might be a hard find, is all I'm saying. Yeah, it might it could be. Could be a hard find. Um then a five-member a five-member federal court bench led by a chief justice unanimously uh, dismissed Najib's appeals. <laughs> so they're just like, no, no, okay, no, you done fucked. You're done. So then he gets mad again and he fires a bunch of his attorneys. Okay. He's like, "This is your fault. You guys suck."
0: This sounds very Trump. <laughs> this is I, very like, Trump. I, I was Meanwhile, wondering, I'm wondering if any of them have been paid at yeah, this point.
3: I'm. I was wondering when you were going to get there, but as I was writing this, I was like, the reason him and Trump didn't like each other is because they're the same person. Yeah. That's what I said
0: earlier. Yeah. It's a German shepherd seeing his reflection. Yeah. Like you yeah. ever seen one of them when they see a reflection <laughs> and they just start growling immediately. Yeah. It's like, it's you.
3: Yeah. It's you're mad at you. So he fires his, att- some of his attorneys. Cause they're like you, he's like, you are the problem. Yeah. You're not defending me good enough. Right. And then a few, another one of his attorneys that's still there, files a request with the court to not have to represent him anymore <laughs> the man dude, begs the court and dude, is like you please suck so bad please don't make me defend this man anymore <laughs> i was hoping to be one of the fired ones my dude let me go yeah so the court does uh let that guy not file uh represent him anymore yeah and then so he hires some new attorneys and uh, for a minute there and then he files more appeals
2: yeah, of course he's
3: like i gotta file more appeals yeah now, there is a he, moment—
0: Which, which is a Trump strategy, too, because Trump yeah. files a shit ton of appeals. And part of it is he's trying to keep it, this court case going yeah. until he dies. Yeah. Because it, then he's never going to face justice. He's never going to go to jail. Nothing will ever be official. And that's the same thing Trump's trying to do with all the charges that are constantly being dropped against him, yeah. which is it, it's the balloon game. Whenever you see like a little kid trying to keep a balloon in the air mm-hmm. from touching the ground, it's just that. As long as I can keep it floating, yeah. then I'm it's, it never touches the ground. Yeah. I'm safe. And, and this as is if you whole...
3: have a law firm alone retainer, it doesn't matter.
0: Yeah, you're going to be paying the lawyers anyway, yeah, so no pay them to file another appeal.
3: File another appeal. And then there's like a moment in this same area of time where he has no attorneys, where like he has no representation in front of the courts. Yeah. And but like there's lawyers that are representing other parties like um the other people that were working within the fund that are also being prosecuted yeah and those people are are like he's getting like Represented through them kind of because yeah, they're yeah. like well he's part of it right and he still has to like go to court even though there was a moment where he had no representation because nobody would work for him or like he fired yeah. the other people um, real quick real yeah. quick
0: because I read it on the Wikipedia yeah of course so he lost election re-election in 2018 yeah and he actually did a peaceful transfer of power which everyone was like <laughs> holy shit he did it yeah um, but the reason why when you said before that they were barred from leaving the country yep it was found that he had a private flight booked with his wife to fly to Jakarta.
3: Got it. And
0: he was gonna flee the country Perfect. with the money. Yeah. And they were like, absolutely not. You're not allowed to leave the country. And he was like, this is bullshit. And they were like, where's the money, Lebowski?
3: Yeah, they're like, he's like, you're not the bulls me. <laughs> yeah. You're not my real dad. And he's
0: like, come on, I'm not I I didn't try to I didn't try to coup. I didn't do a coup, that's the deal. And they're like, No. Yeah. You should have cooed, bud.
3: Oh my god. All right. Um so there's a jury trial. This is back in America. Yeah. There's a jury trial for the former Goldman Sachs banker, Robert. I mean, Roger. Um, oh, and like, okay. So when they, they were going against Roger, the courts, they uh, obviously there's all this proof and the evidence of what happened. And in there, they found like, they're trying to prove that he, how he was spending the money that was supposed to be used for his investment stuff. And they found a necklace worth 23 million dollars it was a pink diamond necklace and the main diamond in the front of the necklace was big enough to be a paperweight whoa yeah that was like just something that he bought
0: he just had laying around yeah they part of it is actually with the malaysian prime minister himself doing so much graft right he's Mm -hmm. stealing so much money and because he he isn't keeping really good books about it that's why all of these guys can do this Like when you have a chain of stolen money, as he's running away with this giant bag, they're just grabbing the dollars that are flying out of the cartoon bag of money that he's stealing from this bank. And they're just grabbing it. And he's like, no, whatever. I don't care. I have $400 million in this bag. So random other people are like, oh, I'm going to buy a 300-foot yacht. I'm going to... Pay some famous model to hang out with me. I'm going to give Leo DiCaprio a fucking basket. I'm
3: going to buy a paperweight size pink diamond.
0: Yeah, exactly. And like, that's the thing is as all this stuff has happened, like this reminds me a lot of like, you know, I've joked about it, but whenever I see somebody on TikTok who's showing footage that they took from the front front row of Taylor Swift concerts, part mm-hmm, of me is mm-hmm. like, I feel like you should be immediately investigated by the IRS. Yeah.
3: How are you affording that? Yeah, what like are you that, doing? There's like things Who like that. Who are you exploiting?
0: Yeah. I feel like every time you take a private jet flight, like not yeah. a private prop plane or some shit, a private jet. Every time yeah. you get onto your private jet, you should have to refile your taxes. Yeah. I feel like every single we time. We need to
3: know what's going yeah, on. Yeah.
0: Before you climb those steps, you're getting audited. A yeah. quick audit; it's going to be fast,
3: except for uh, Cardi B, because she said once that she doesn't like taking private jets because she thinks it's a waste of her fucking money. Yeah, and she'd pr- she'd pr- rather go on like American Airlines, but people bother her too much, so then she's forced to take private jets, and she fucking hates it because it's a waste of money. Yeah, <laughs> and I was like, honestly, I respect that.
0: Double audit. <laughs>
3: um. Okay. So, blah, 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 blah. Ro- Roger is convicted by the United States government for conspiracy to launder money and conspiring to violate the u.s bribery laws okay okay good um the federal court of malaysia upholds the conviction of najib and he begins his 12-year sentence in kajang prison the very same day oh that's awesome (laughs) he goes right to prison see
0: that's the one thing i do like i like i the the american system where rich people can constantly appeal like the chrisleys did and like put off starting the sentence. Yeah. It drives me crazy.
3: Yeah, day of. Day one. Just day of.
0: But that's the thing. If you're poor, they're just like, all right, and you're guilty, and you leave.
3: Goodbye. Goodbye. Have fun in jail making stuff for really
0: low wages.
3: (laughs) Yeah, Victoria's Secret Underwear, actually. Oh, really? Yeah, they found that Victoria's Secret Underwear is made by prison labor. Oh. So Miranda Kerr uh, made all of her money selling prison labor underpants. Cool.
0: That was the wrong button. Oh, wait. Well, it
3: was. She did make the money. That was...
0: (laughs) There
3: we okay. Go. I um
0: big okay. up big up horns for prison <laughs>
3: labor. <laughs> no. <laughs> um also, the funnier the funny thing to me too is that so he goes to prison the very same day, right? Yeah. But then he's forced to go attend every trial because that was only for one of the, like the main <laughs> things. So he, he just gets out <laughs> is to go for another corruption trial.
0: He's constantly He's
3: constantly being pulled out of prison to go to trial for another corruption case. Oh my god. And that's funny. Um, Najib's wife around this time is also found guilty of three charges of uh, soliciting and receiving bribes. Um, one of them was to help win a $279 million solar power supply contract. She was sentenced to 10 years in prison for each of the three bribery charges and fined uh, $216.45 million. Okay. And at this point, this is September, they are both formally stripped of their titles. Yeah. So I guess they were still being written in newspapers and addressed as
0: oh,
2: former prime minister yeah, yeah.
3: whatever and this is the moment you're they're both You're convincing. not even allowed
0: to be considered former. Yeah, we your, don't even give a fuck. Your name yeah.
3: your name only. You're
0: just prisoner one, two, seven, eight, nine, three.
3: Yeah. And so you may have noticed and the listeners may have noticed that I haven't talked about my good friend, Joe Lowe in a minute. Yeah. Okay. Joe Lowe. So as I'm it, dying
0: to know, <laughs> I'm dying to know, you
3: know, um, who else is dying to know every government across the globe because he is currently a fugitive. Really? No one knows where he is.
0: Yo, <laughs> That's for Jolo, a real homie.
3: Jonah? Honestly,
0: listen, all I'm saying is this man, while, yeah, is he a criminal? Yes. Is he a bad person? Yup. Is he a scumbag? I, yeah, yeah. But is he a hero?
3: No. I mean, <laughs> no. Come on. I mean, I would watch the documentary about his life.
0: I wouldn't know. But listen, Mm -hmm. uh, the title still stands. Yeah. Finding Jolo.
3: I know. As soon as you said it, I was like, I can't wait to tell him about how nobody can fucking find him right now. Oh,
0: I bet we could find him.
3: Um, Well, here's what I was able to find out.
0: You know who could find him? Who? TikTok. TikTok? TikTok would find him in an hour. TikTok?
3: Well, the TikTok. Okay. Well, here's the thing. Like
0: the people of TikTok.
3: So, Lo is believed to be residing in China. Oh. Where he secretly travels extensively through the major cities. In November 2020, Al Jazeera reported that Lo is currently living in Macau in a house owned by a senior member of the Chinese Communist Party. He has managed to travel freely despite the Malaysian police submitting an Interpol red alert mm-hmm. saying these actions are politically motivated. The Chinese government has denied harboring Lo. So don't think your TikTok plan is going to work because they don't have TikTok in China.
0: That's true. It's a different thing. Okay. But uh, but also, yeah. Okay. I mean, it makes sense, though, because if I was the Chinese government and this guy knows everyone Mm -hmm. and, you know, like if I was president Xi Jinping, Mm -hmm. like I would want to know, like, hey, what is Kim Kardashian like in real life? Like before (laughs) she was famous, like that was that would be what I mean, like, you know, come on. Tell me.
3: And you're like, so wait, there was a bowling alley on the yacht? Yeah. What? How does that work? How do the pins stay up? Listen, there's Ma- a guy. There's a, there's so many people that work there. Magnets. They just, you know what? They just use orphans instead of pins. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Jesus.
3: <laughs> um, but yeah, so Lo is on the run. The hero. They, he's not a hero, and uh, technically speaking, everyone suspects that he's hiding in China. Nobody knows. Okay. Um, so
0: we can hit the... Uh, allegedly, allegedly. in
3: China. And yeah, he has not been held accountable for any of his um, actions within this, stealing yeah. from the Malaysian people. And he never people. will. He likely never will, honestly. He never will. Yeah. Um, and so yeah, that's, that's the end of the story. The prime minister and his wife are in prison. The people from Goldman Sachs have been arrested. Some of the money has been given back to the Malaysian people. And Lo is just out here in the streets.
0: He's Jolo from the block, man. Yeah, Jolo you. from the block. That's fucking wild. Yeah. That was a wild thing. And then Leonardo DiCaprio's had to give testimony. Yeah. Kim Kardashian's have to give testimony.
3: Mariah, uh, Miranda Kerr probably had sex with him. That's weird.
0: Yeah, that's weird. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> just the whole thing is just, what a wild thing. Like, yeah. that's so much corruption and graft. Yeah. Yeah. And touched so many-
3: And it literally was because I was researching- Kim Kardashian. Riffs that Kardashians did that I just happened upon it because it was this crazy story about Kim flying Southwest with a garbage bag of cash.
0: Well, what's funny is <laughs> I've you mentioned you were doing, you're going to do something about this. And you're yeah. You're like, I'm going to do more research. And so sometimes when I'm scrolling through the news, right? Mm-hmm. Like I'll be on Yahoo News or something else. And they were showing- the federal court, because, like, federal court doesn't do video or actual pictures most of the time. They yeah. have the the people who draw. Yeah. And so Yahoo loves to put up the thumbnail of uh, Leonardo DiCaprio's drawing Yeah. of him giving testimony. Like, Leonardo DiCaprio at federal court. Blah, blah, blah. He's not, you know, he's not in trouble. He's just giving testimony. He's just giving testimony. And Wolf of Wall Street case. The Wolf of Wall Street. I kept seeing it. I'd be like, I want to click on this so You're fucking You're not allowed bad. to click on it. No. Because I was aware it, it it existed, I just didn't know where it went,
3: mm-hmm. and so and that's yeah. where it went. Okay, wow. so that was everything, and it wasn't everything because there was a lot more too, but there's just not enough time.
0: No, there isn't, and we're but almost at the end. Here I anyway. see
3: I know I got us. I got all of the pages. Okay, it was nine. Nine pages. <laughs> Nine, nine pages of notes. It was nine pages of notes. And you that was high about, editing.
0: You were worried about the names, and we may have gotten some of them wrong. I apologize. In but, advance. But and I want to say as it's happening, it felt yeah. they felt correct. Yeah. So, well, you know, we'll go with that. Listen. And if okay. anybody wants to correct us, uh join our Patreon and send us a message. <laughs>
3: send us a message. It's totally fine. I admit fault and I tried my best to look up the right way to uh, pronounce them but it uh, didn't happen I'm sure so yeah that's my story um, about one MDB which is not IMDB and how the they stole all the people's money and they didn't get their things fixed
0: well, Mrs. Permania Yes, this has been an excellent episode.
3: Thank you. And I
0: do want to say that we are going to have a book club come up soon. Yeah,
3: I mm-hmm. think you just
0: finished a couple books. Yeah,
3: and, and the listeners, I know that I was doing going strong there for a minute, but I I had a few duds recently, and like I tried I tried to power through them. Well, sometimes like if a book so bad i just stop and just stop reading it and then get a new book mm. but i think i found one that i'm excited to tell you about okay um so yeah we're gonna record that as soon as i finish it because it's been a delay because i just read so many books i didn't like
0: yeah and uh the listeners we we did the last poll mm-hmm. for myself so i'll be doing next week
3: yeah and, and then what did mine win? What was uh, mine again? yours
0: uh yeah your poll just ended and it was uh, and, hold on, uh i got it on here i'm gonna go find it uh, Hawaiian Mormon housewives. Yep, yep will, be, yep, will be your next one. Oh
3: man, I'm gonna have to re-download TikTok now.
0: And then mine is YouTube, and also followed by a uh, YouTube raw vegans. Oh,
3: you're gonna really hate that one, and I'm excited. That's fine it.
0: because next week my yep.
3: topic. What is it?
0: GamerGate.
1: <sighs> Planning for your next trip.